Like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger? Try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every shift. Uh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need Two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. KKSE. Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Mark got a base hit toward left center. This will score at least two. All the way to the winning track. Kicks it out. All nine will score. Cargo to third. Rockies are at three. Sicko coming through big time in the seventh. Broadcasting live from the Super 8 Motel on the edge of Longmont, Colorado. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Wednesday morning. We're halfway through the week. Here we go. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, Good, Victor. Victor. Uh, how are you, I think, is the bigger question. <laughs> well, I'm broadcasting live from the Super 8 <laughs> Motel, just on the uh, outstretches of Longmont, Colorado. That's how I'm doing. That does, doing uh, great. that does answer the question in, uh, in, in a roundabout way. Roundabout yes. way. How, how are yes. the feet? You walked, what, 28 miles yesterday? Feeling good, ready to do it all over again today? Yeah, for those of you that don't know the story, yesterday we embarked on a uh, trek, a journey, a walk. We are walking, uh, Kyle Keefe and myself, from uh, Fort Collins, the northern portion of Fort Collins, all the way to Pepsi Center. It is a trek of 82 miles on our feet. We're walking it over the course of three days. Uh, we're doing so to raise awareness, general awareness, in the uh, words of uh, Kyle, uh, and uh, money for local charities. By the way, we've raised a... Yesterday, we raised a ton of money. People chiming in, coming in, people just uh, stopping on the side of the street, giving us food, drink. So want to thank everybody uh, involved in following us every step of the way. So the first day, we walked 28 miles, 28, a marathon, essentially, and uh, got from uh, Fort Collins to this uh, Super 8 motel on the uh, stretches of uh, Longmont. And this is where we sit. Um, my left foot is butchered. I've got blisters galore. Uh, Kyle's heels are in uh, total pain. Other than that, it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. I mean, you're just walking. It's just repetition. You just how, have to deal with boredom. How are you going to deal with the uh, the blisters and the heel problems uh, today and tomorrow? Is there a game plan? 
Well, here's the issue, fellas, and this is where I need some help from the text line, 30933, 30933. Uh, any uh, doctors, nurses, uh, resident uh, doctors or nurses, uh, wannabe doctors or nurses, anybody who's just read WebMD today, um, I, uh, I formed this huge blister on my left toe, and uh, last night I went online and it said to pop it and uh, make sure you band-aid it. Well, I, I didn't have anything sharp, so I tried to paper clip. And uh, the paper clip uh, was blunt, and it did not do the job properly, and I think I've just exacerbated the problem. Uh, I'm in major pain. Uh, I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah, that doesn't sound like the best plan. Uh, you used no, it a was paper not. clip to, yes. uh, to to treat your wounds. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. That, uh, that maybe well, wasn't the th- best idea. You know, I'm, I, I'm recollecting during the Bataan Death March, which I don't want to, you know, compare my my march to that one. That was about 75 miles, uh, a little shorter. But if somebody would have a uh, a blister on their on their toe there, a uh, paperclip would have been a great option. I thought it was. It did not work. So uh, don't believe everything you read on the web. If anybody has any suggestions now, 30933, because today we go 23 miles. Yesterday, 28. 23 more today. We'll go through Boulder. Um, I want to talk to some of the co-eds in Boulder. I'm looking forward to this because it, it has been... Eight years, guys, since CU last played Nebraska. How many people on that campus even remember the rivalry? I mean, that LaVisca kid was 11 years old. I mean, he was 11 the last time CU played Nebraska. So how many of the players, the coaches, the students even know what this rivalry is about? I'm anxious to find out. Uh, I would say probably very few of the uh, students and the players, although I don't know that that's all that unique to CU Nebraska, right? Like, how many how many kids that go to USC that are 18 years old really just know the history of USC Notre Dame? They don't. The, yeah, but, people, but, the but, people who are into this are the fans and the longtime fans and the alums. That's who's into this. Even things. the fans, though. I mean, that's the problem. The fire that was burning in this rivalry in the 90s, even in the early 2000s, the fire that existed between these two teams, you can't just suddenly re you can't replicate that in 2018 and say here we go it's going to take a, t- a little time you're going to need a couple games to get it back again I, even if you show up there on saturday you're not going to feel like you did in 1996 in 2006 it's not the same game right now and that's fine it's just not i i guess i'm just going to have to respectfully disagree i i mean i'm i've made this trip this will be the fifth time i've made it I'm as excited about this one as any of them, maybe more so, because it's been a little absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to be in Lincoln. I'm ready to battle with the uh, the Huskers fans. Uh, the fact that it's being played in nice weather instead of the cold and misery of Thanksgiving weekend. I'm jacked up for it more than I was for some of those. I, I see you because I actually think CU's good. How many of those uh, Dan Hawkins teams that I went and watched in Lincoln just had absolutely no shot? So no, I'm. Yeah. I'm fired up as much as I've been probably since uh, the 62 to 36 game. That was the last well, I, time both teams had something to play for. I am looking forward to it, and uh, I've got some interesting notes on that game and on this CU team. Um, Lavisca Shadung, uh not only has he shined in our world, in our eyes, but nationwide. Wait till you hear what some of the national folks are saying about this kid, how CU landed him, how CU stole him. From Alabama and Texas. I mean, think about that. Alabama and Texas. CU won the recruiting battle between those teams. 
that's pretty damn impressive. And you can see the effects he's had on the field. Rockies last night, you heard the sound courtesy of AT&T Sportsnet as they, uh, finally awaken. Uh, it got a little tight there. Uh, it was a one nothing game, then a one one game, and then a two one game. And you're like, Oh boy, here we go again. And then the floodgates open, the triple bases loaded triple by cargo. And uh, the, the Rockies win going away. This is what it's going to be like, guys. Again, the agony of a September chase, right? Every game, every pitch, nothing will come easy. And although the uh, the results looked easy, uh, that game was not easy. Uh, I love the way this team just never, they never panic. You never see any nerves. You never, even at 2-1, when it looked like nobody could manufacture a hit, it was only a matter of time. And I love that about this Rockies bunch. Yeah, it was huge that Ryan McMahon hit that home run to tie it, sort of open the floodgates. Big two, Vic, because you need to stay in first place. Mentally, you couldn't just be there for 24 hours. Both the Diamondbacks and Dodgers won last night. So it was a big comeback at, at Coors Field, and it was big that Cargo got that hit to kind of give the bullpen a little relief. But we're, we're, by the way, weren't the Dodgers down a bit though? They were weren't down four nothing and they won eleven four. Yeah, oh, the, uh, the Mets couldn't hold the uh, four run lead. Yeah. Uh, did you notice the uh, the move Bud Black made to put David Dahl out in left field uh, paid off? Not only did he hit a solo home run, but he made a play out in left field that one yeah. Matt Holiday wouldn't have been within thirty feet of the ball. You know, you're right. He made a great play, and uh, it was a good move by Bud Black. I was going to ask this question. I was going to tweet this. I was waiting to see the results. When he put Chris Russon in the game, in that situation, I believe it was the seventh inning, sixth inning, uh, the Giants were ready to unload. They had two on with two outs, right? And Russon, the lefty, comes in, and I asked myself, this guy's been scru- he struggled all year. He has been scuffling. Is this the guy you want in this situation, this this late in the season? It worked out. He got there. But weren't you guys asking the same question? Yeah. Yeah. That felt like all of a sudden it was going to go from 2-1, and Marquez had pitched really well, to you're going to look up and it's 5-1, and four of them are going to be charged to Marquez. It just felt like that was the way it was going to go there. But he got the out. He only had to get the one. Um, And then Adam Adovino was great. He was back to being himself. Wade Davis made it interesting, uh, but the double play he got in the ninth inning was uh, ginormous, and it makes it look like a pretty easy uh, easy ninth. So I'm with you, though. The Chris Russin move there, it was like, find me anybody other than Jake McGee or Chris Russin to come in and get this out, anyone. Because that was the game right there. It could have it got out of hand. And, again, we are nitpicking, all right? So understand this. So whatever whatever we say here, it, it sounds silly because the, the Rockies won the game, and however you win, you win. But when you're up 6-2 and you have the Dodgers coming to town and you know these are going to be tight games, do you really want to utilize Wade Davis in a 6-2 lead? I mean, I would have I would have almost said bring Oberg in. I'm not saying the game's over or the game's won, but it's a four-run lead. Do you yeah. want to do you want to use his arm in that situation? That and again, we can do this. We're in talk radio. We can look back at it and say what we want. When you're a manager and you're managing the game and every win is important, every win is crucial, they're thinking differently, and I totally get that. But in hindsight, would you rather not use an arm you can exhaust before the Dodgers series? No, it was a mistake. It, I, I don't think there's anything uh, bad about saying that. Yeah, they got it worked out and they got the win, but that doesn't mean that every move they make is correct. And it was a mistake. Oberg was up. They both warmed up. He was yeah. ready to go. To me, it's a real simple equation. If it's not a save situation, Wade Davis doesn't come in the game. 
So it wasn't at that point. You had a 6-2 lead. You're up by four. That's a Scotty Oberg special. Then when Wade Davis started struggling and it was first and second, nobody out, Oberg gets up again. It just made it feel like, you know, we don't know what we're doing here. Definitely should have been Oberg to start that inning. As soon as there was any traffic, then you bring in Wade Davis. Yeah, I really wanted to jump in on that conversation when the game was going on. Kyle and I were watching from the Three Margaritas restaurants here. Uh, the game was being broadcast in Spanish. Couldn't figure out how to turn it to English. So we were watching but couldn't understand what they were saying at the time. Um, I was just curious as to the decision in the ninth to bring Wade Davis in. Did the broadcast crew mention anything of this? Yeah, they did. And uh, they talked about there was a – I think there was a runner on third, maybe first. I don't know. There was a chance to make it 7-2. Yeah. They talked about how if they get another run here, it's definitely going to be Oberg. To me, what's the difference? If you're up five yeah. or four, it's still yeah. not a save opportunity. That is, and it just, it almost appears as though Wade Davis just wasn't as focused and as dialed in as he would be if it was obviously a one run game or a two run game. You got a four run lead. It's not a save situation. That's your job is to get saves. And he comes out and gives up a walk, gives up a hit, yeah. had a hard time finding the strike zone to begin with. You could just tell he wasn't focused. He thought Scott Oberg was going to come in. Uh, it was a mistake by the, uh, by Bud Black and the uh, the announcers didn't necessarily call him out on it, but they thought it was going to be Oberg in that situation too. Well, as you guys already know, we've established this. I am a doctor. Uh, I'm not a doctor of medicine. I'm a doctor of uh, other things, a doctor of sports. I am asking those of you out there in the medical field what I should do to care for this blister. It is a blister that I tried to pop with a um, paper clip. Didn't work. What do I do now? Because I've got 23 miles of walking ahead of me. Uh, on the text line, we have some suggestions. Here on the uh, Twitter feed, James Hinton says, uh, according to Dodgers pitcher Rich Hill, peeing on your blister is the best cure. Okay, that'll be good. Uh, I know what I'm doing during this break. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We are live on the road uh, in the midst of this 82-mile walk, uh, reporting live from the Super 8 Motel, just on the northern edge of Longmont. We got an entire show for you, jam-packed. Looking forward to it. It's Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. It is the purity of sport. Labor Day is here, and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French store refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High Appliance in Lewisville, your favorite appliance store. And now in Littleton. Thank you. 
The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. ColoradoRapids.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop and Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind, so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options too. Just go to khwindows.com khwindows.com For windows, siding, doors and more K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. You've been injured in an accident you think your insurance company is on your side they're not you need a legal game plan listen to the bell and pollock legal show sunday morning at 7 30 hey abs fans it's mark Mosier, voice of your colorado avalanche the kid is gonna break away and shoots and scores for the price of a cup of coffee per day you can get season tickets for your colorado avalanche with an icebreaker membership Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center. Altitude 950 traffic update. It's a slow drive on southbound I-225 with stop-and-go traffic between Parker Road and Yosemite. Traffic is brought to you by White Castle. A three-car accident clearing this situation is on eastbound I-70 past York, clearing off the left side of the highway with backups to Wadsworth. Did you hear White Castle sliders are in your freezer aisles? In addition to the burgers that made them famous, try one of the new breakfast sliders made with real eggs. Pick up White Castle sliders at your grocery today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I faced that guy a bunch, so I faced him, I think, in high AA and AAA. So, you know, on video, he, he likes to double up on a lot. Had that in the back of my mind. I'm still trying to get ready for the fastball, and he just he, he didn't execute his pitch probably exactly how he wanted to. Left over the plate a little bit, and I, I got a good swing off on it. That sound compliments of AT&T Sportsnet. That's Ryan McMahon, who tied the game at two apiece last night, going yard 
David Dahl, Ryan McMahon kept the Rockies in that game. Cargo blew it open with that uh, bases-clearing triple in the seventh as the Rockies go on to beat the Giants last night at Coors Field. The uh, season or the series finale between those teams uh, today. Did you go to the game, James? Did I did I read this right? You were at yes. the game last night? I was there, uh, and I was one batter in. One. Before I was annoyed by the two Giants fans sitting behind me. Okay. Um, yeah. Bit, where were you sitting exactly? I need to know where you were. I was uh, 138, which is third base line. Uh, I was okay. behind the new netting, so I was behind the Giants' dugout. Uh, so we're, we were sitting in that same area yes. uh, just a year ago. Yes. Remember when Jesse took his shirt off for no apparent reason? Yeah. So last year yeah. we were in uh, in harm's way. Now with the new net, we I wasn't. Although guy two rows in front of me did get a foul ball that bounced around. He got it. Uh, and it sort of made my point of why I ain't giving one to a kid. That guy was so excited. That's all he talked about for the whole rest of the game and showing everybody the ball he got. And it was a big deal. It was kind of cool. So sure. anyhow, the, I had two people behind me, the uh, right, like directly behind me that were Giants fans. Um, first batter of the game, uh, gets a hit. And this guy, he had that obnoxious, loud, like snappy clap. And it was right in my ear, probably not three inches from my ear. Uh, and he clapped like it was the, the game winning hit in game seven of the World Series. And it's like, dude, you're eight games back. You're under 500. It's September 4th. Why are you clapping in my ear for a hit to start the game? Um, and the lady he was with was screeching, screaming lady. So she, she's screaming like they just won the World Series. He's clapping in my ear. Um, I'm annoyed. She's screaming on the first out of the game that was a fly ball to Charlie Blackman like it was a moonshot that might hit the scoreboard. It was mind-numbing, but that wasn't the worst part. The whole rest of the game, this guy predicted the pitch and the speed. One of those guys, huh? Forcing fastball 94. Okay. Curveball 77. Like, yeah. All right, dude. Can you just stop? <laughs> So I was, of course, the guy who was he had keeping score. Was he keeping no, score? No, well, probably in his head. Uh, and so I was uh, imitate him right back guy. Um, it made for a really fun night at the ballpark. You guys were exchanging speeds and pitches. Yes, and then I would screech and yell and snappy clap guy uh, oh, every geez. time anybody put the ball in play at all. Yes, isn't yes. it crazy how you get? Weird at games with opposing fans, no matter where you are. It happened to me at Notre Dame, Michigan over the weekend. You know, and again, I am not, um, I've become almost immune to watching a game like a normal fan and it's sad. I, it's been a long time. I've been stuck in that aquarium called the press box. So when I'm out there, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know how to react, especially as a fan sometimes. So I'm sitting at the Notre Dame, Michigan game and we're surrounded, uh, by Michigan fans were in that section, and there are a lot of them. Um, it wasn't like the Georgia game you went to. This was mostly Notre Dame at this game. But every time Notre Dame did something good, there was a group of guys behind me, like four or five of them who just sat there, and you know, Notre Dame fans were like, I would turn around and just stare them down. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what, I'm thinking, why, why did I just do that? Well, why I, did I just, what, what good did that do for anyone involved for me to turn around like a Yahoo and stare these guys down. You have the same, it's the same thing when you pass someone on the highway 
who they made a mistake driving and you just kind of glare at them like, yeah, I need to send them a message. So it's, it's equally as useless, but I, here's the thing. And I, cause I had nine innings to think about it last night of why this was annoying me. It's because when you go on the road and I'm going to do this on Saturday, I'm going to be at, at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. I'm going to have my yeah. buffs gear on. I'm not going to be clapping like we just won the national championship for every two yard run. When yes. they score a touchdown, I'll cheer. I don't have to yes. be obnoxious. If these people had cheered for, you know, uh, the run that scored or something like that, I would have been fine. I didn't have to hear it on every pitch. Come on, D-Rod. Come on, D-Rod. I just didn't yeah. need to hear it in my ear. Don't go into somebody else's house and be obnoxious. Vic, if I came over to your house yeah. and we were just having a nice time and I accidentally, you know, spilled a cup of water, you wouldn't scream at me. If I came in, didn't talk, take off my muddy boots, put them up on your couch, you might have something to say. That's sure. the difference. Sure. That's okay. the difference. By the so, way, a, this is yeah. a little weird, but in your background here on the on the Google Hangout, yeah, there's Kyle Keefe, and he literally has not moved in four minutes. I know, like uh, hasn't Kyle moved an inch. You, you know what? He, he he sort of was scarred. He walked back in here after going out to the <laughs> lobby at the uh, Super Eight Motel, and has now locked the door. <laughs> uh, he, he 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 has locked. The door. <laughs> he, he's like noticeably scared right now. Uh, by the way, as Kyle sits here about to embark on a 23-mile uh, walk, day two, a lot of people on the text line, Kyle, you might want to pay attention to this, a lot of people on the text line offering their support and their advice on how to handle this uh, blister that has emerged on my left toe. Uh, somebody said, have have Kyle walk over to the Walgreens if there's one nearby. And there one, there is one, Kyle. Go to the Walgreens and get one of those mole skins to put on the blister. What, what is a mole skin? Anybody know what a mole skin is? But he says that will solve my uh, my 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 situation here. A mole skin. Mm, and Vic, I'm having some math issues. Uh, 28 yeah. plus 23 is 51. So are you yeah. guys going 31 miles the last day? Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah, so we're doing the uh, yeah the last day will be the big day. So today's the easy day. Today should be the easy day, although yeah. today uh, we've, uh, again, this is Kyle's math. Understand something. This is his doing. So I have no idea where we even end up today. 23 miles, I'm not even sure if we're going south, okay? At one point yesterday, we were walking west for a long time. I'm like, why are we, go- what are we going to Estes Park here? But we'll emerge somewhere near Broomfield by the end of the day. 23 miles, and the reason why today's 23, apparently, according to his uh, maps, it's mostly uphill. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Excellent. 23 miles uphill. That will be, uh, that'll be fun. Now I've made, I've made, you're in my neck of the woods. I've made that drive from Longmont to, to Broomfield. You're going to the uh, First Bank Center. Made that drive, I don't know, hundreds of times in my life. It's not uphill. It's not. There's going to uh, be some uphill, but you also have some downhill. Have you ever made a stop here at the uh, Super 8 on the uh, outstretch of Longmont? I've passed it and thought yeah. uh I thought glad I'm not glad I'm not stopping there. Yeah. Well, um it's right next to Three Margaritas restaurant again where we uh, watched the game last night. Three Margaritas in. Um and and it's almost <laughs> funny when you walk that long and you just want to sit down. We sat down and just froze and just sat there and I couldn't even eat. You lose your appetite, you lose everything. You lose your ability to even act like a human. So we'll see what day number two brings forward. Uh, the Broncos obviously off yesterday as they begin uh, game week preparation, game installment today. 
nothing emerging news-wise. Although I'll say this, I'm anxious to go out to practice. I can't go today. I'll get the reports. I want to see how they operate with the quarterbacks. Will uh, the new guy, Kevin Hogan, indeed be running the scout team? Will he be stealing reps from Chad Kelly? I'm eager to find out how they operate now with those three QBs. Well, I, sh- I sure as hell hope he's running the scout team. I mean, they gave up on a first-round pick because they had to have the king of the scout team. So if he's not running the scout team, I don't know why they made that move. I mean, that that, that was a $4 million. They ate $4 million bucks to make sure they had the right guy running the scout sure. team. Why are you so concerned about what they eat? You're the one that always says they need to spend money. No. I always wonder why fans are worried about how money is spent. If the money's out there, what do you care? No, no, no. I, I think fans should care a lot. They should spend as much money as possible, but between injured reserve, because that's where Menelik Watson officially wound up, um, and dead cap, they've got more than $12 million of money being spent or counting toward the cap this year that won't be on the field. The reason that's important to me, that's a keep to leap. That's important. They could have had yeah. a keep to leave if they'd have managed your cap better. That's why that's why it's a big deal to fans. You only have a finite amount of cap space to use. John Elway and I have been first one to praise him for this, sure. saying he has done a phenomenal job during his tenure of managing dead money. This year, not so much. Do you think the keep to leave decision was based solely on finances or other matters? Uh, I think it was primarily finances, and then I think it was uh, not so sure he was great in the locker room. He was a little bit divisive, the offense versus defense problem. I think he was probably atop that list, and we, we saw it on the field when he shoved Jordan yeah. Norwood, right? Like that was yeah. that was sort of the uh, evidence that everybody got to see that, hey, there's a riff in the locker room. I think he's the one that got into it with Russell Okung, too, mm-hmm. and told yeah. him to shut up when Russell tried to speak after a game. So that was certainly a factor in it. But there's one other guy. Primarily money. And let me bring this up now because people haven't talked about this and we need to bring it up. There's one other guy that Akeem Talib got into it with, uh, uh, several times and he did it publicly. And this is a guy who on Monday was named a captain of this football team. I heard Kreckman and Harris talk about it yesterday as I was walking those 28 miles and, and Kreck asked Harris, what do you think of Todd Davis just out of the blue being named captain? And Harris was like, wow, that was a surprise. That was a, a surprise that he got that captaincy. Uh, when you look back to last year, do you remember that game where Talib and Davis had to be separated during play in the middle of the game? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And just you, out of the blue, actually, you're gonna have to refresh my memory, Vic. I'm I'm, I'm blanking it, it, on it. It was it was early in the season after a defensive sequence. Todd Davis did something, said something, got penalized for something. Akeem Talib gets right in his face, and they are throwing blows. Teammates throwing blows. It was quick. It was harmless uh, to the point of the game, but I remember that specifically. Well, uh, Todd Davis rubs some guys the wrong way, but Todd Davis today sits as a Broncos captain. Akeem Tlaib is in L.A. I will take Akeem Tlaib over Todd Davis on my team any well, day of, of the week. Of course you would. Of course you would, but I'm just giving you another example of sure. how Akeem Tlaib rubs some people the wrong way. That's all. Well, and Vic, and, you reported at the time they were going to get rid of, quote, some of the stronger personalities in the room. They got yeah. rid of Akeem Tlaib and C.J. Anderson, so read into that what you will. You know, the one thing about Akeem, I'll say, he is a picture-perfect teammate when your team is playing well. When things are going good, you want him on your team because he keeps the room loose. But by God, you go 5-11, and 11, it ain't going to work with Akeem Tlaib. It just isn't. I mean, he needs to play where he can win. And that's I love the competitive fire. I'm not dismissing him for that. It's just it is what it is. He is better suited for a team 
that is competing going to the playoffs than a team that's rebuilding. And that's what the Broncos were doing. Like it or not, rebuilding is a bad word in football. That's what they were doing. Okay, uh, coming up a little bit later, uh, as we do every Wednesday on the show, Adam Morris from DenverStiffs.com talking uh, a little hoops, little nuggets, basketball, the nuggets and the abs fully supporting our 82-mile walk is uh, a lot of fans have come around. They give me the sweet jersey. I'm not sure. I think Kyle posted this on the, mm-hmm. on the Internet, the sweet Lombardi jersey with the brand-new uni. It looks nice. I will wear that today. We shall don it. When we come back, more on the Rockies. And a, a surprise story for, for me, because we don't talk NASCAR much on this show. I know that uh, auto racing is not a... Uh, a topic that's popular with it, but what emerged, what happened yesterday with Furniture Row Racing is downright sad. Why did it happen, and what does it mean? We'll delve into that right here. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950, live from the Super 8 Motel in Longmont. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. 2019 Elitz Garden Season Passes are on sale now. And it includes the 2018 Fright Fest. Pays for itself in just two visits. And they're available online now at elitzgardens.com. The City of Aurora and Colorado State Bank and Trust present Pumpkin Chunkin', a competition and festival like no other. October 6th and 7th at Arapahoe Park Racetrack. Get more info now at altitude950.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Jokic for three. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming in eighth. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. 
You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is twenty-five fifty-six an hour, with a potential bonus of up to twelve thousand five hundred dollars plus they offer a great benefits package wow uh, can we call your brother so i can apply no need just log on to safewaydenverdc.com and fill out the application hang on i'm pulling up their website on my phone did you say safewaydenverdc.com yep that's it thanks man my family will be so happy if i get this job the road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay this morning on eastbound I-70 with only the left lane getting around an accident right after York. It's backed up traffic to I-76. Traffic is brought to you by White Castle. Do expect a delay southbound 225 between Parker Road and Yosemite at this point. Real egg, savory sausage, and melty cheese calling you. Detour to White Castle for a $3 breakfast combo. No time to stop. Add new breakfast sliders to your grocery list. Now at White Castle and in your freezer aisles. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. We are uh, coming at you live this morning from uh, Longmont, Colorado. The Super 8 Motel here on Altitude 950. Vic Lombardi and uh, James Manchester Mallet along with HW sharing a room here with Kyle Keefe who is uh, currently mapping out our uh, our route today. We're arguing, guys. Um, I For some reason, on his map, he doesn't have us walking the CU campus. He, go, he has us stopping nearby along 287. But I told him, why would we not just walk to the CU campus and then go from there? It's not that far out of the way. Three miles, big deal. Wait Three extra miles, I don't care. You're in Longmont. You're walking to Broomfield. Yes. Boulder yes. is very much out of the way. Like, what very are you out of the about? way. talking no, about? No, it's not. Dude, I, I live in that part of town. Like, it's probably 10 miles west of, like, the direct okay. route is straight down 287, which is a north-south road. You're, well, if you're, we, if, well, if you're going just... through Boulder, you're taking the long route. All right, listen. Because it's our route, we choose what we want. 82 miles is 82 miles. We'll cut down 82 miles with another 10 in the Denver circuit. We we, act, we actually have to walk around Denver a little bit just to make up the, the time. I get so it. So we'll, we'll do less walking when we get there. I'd rather go through campus today and hang out with the co-eds. You just, you're, okay. You're right. You gotta walk 82 miles. If just, if you're trying to walk from Longmont to Broomfield, you're taking the long route if you go through Boulder. Like that's just, you're. Why you're, wouldn't we go through Boulder and talk CU Nebraska? It's Nebraska week. You should be pumped about that. I want to see what it's it. like on that CU campus. 
It's going to be lit, I think, is probably the word for it. I just, I, the way, I, I'm worried about... You kind of just want to go see your son. I'm like, worried about... That's what I'm kind of figuring out here. Kyle's geography is worse than his math. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yes. Of course it is. Don't worry about it. I'll have my way. Uh, we stopped by the CSU campus a bit yesterday, asked a few of the uh, loyal CSU fans how they may fare against Arkansas this week. My goodness, do they have a tough go at it. Losing that Hawaii game was huge. That was huge for CSU, as it's going to prove to be, because the CU game was not not a very good game either way for, for CSU. They, they may be looking, staring right down at 0-3. I mean, good luck against Arkansas. Any SEC team this time of year, good luck against that. Yeah, that's a, that's a painful schedule, and it also looks like a team that's not, that would be a tough, uh, tough task anytime. It doesn't look like it's one of the better CSU teams. Um, I mentioned this before the break, and I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, for those of you who are car racing fans, NASCAR enthusiasts, we don't give it its due on this show. Um, it is what it is. I wish we talked more about it. I wish I had more knowledge on this. I just don't. But Furniture Row Racing, the Denver-based team, which produced last year's NASCAR Cup champion with Martin Truex driving that 78 car, that team that did the impossible, the only team west of the Mississippi, a team that was headquartered here in Denver, is going to cease to exist after this season. They just do not have the funding to move on. Uh, Barney Visser, uh, who owns Furniture Row, uh, he financed most of it. They had a, a partner in Five Hour Energy. That partner decided not to do it this year. They weren't going to partner with them, and they can't find a replacement, so they're gone. They just they're zapped. That's it. It's just crazy how that works. This is a championship NASCAR team. This this is they've won it all. They they had one of the best drivers on the circuit, and now they're not they're not going to exist anymore. Well, Does that it, happen often in NASCAR? It's it's a little bit quirky because like take a look at Joe Gibbs Racing as an example, right? Like he has multiple cars. Joe Gibbs isn't the the sponsor that's on the car. He goes out and gets Home Depot back in the day for the Tony Stewart car. He gets sure. M&Ms for... He's the recruiter. Correct. This one is like unusual because it's Furniture Row Racing, and Furniture Row is the sponsor. So sponsors leave all the time. It just doesn't crush an entire racing team because they'll just go get another sponsor. But this one, the sponsor is the team. Like They're, they're one in the same, which is a little bit of the oddity here. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would guess this team and Martin Truex and everything, maybe it comes up under another name and they go get, you know, I don't know, Lowe's or something to sponsor them. But that's the weird part is the the entire team is financed by the sponsor. And if the sponsor decides, hey, we're not getting an ROI on this, well, the team goes up in smoke. If you can't get an ROI on the championship team, though, that doesn't bode well for the sport as a whole. Like, how does that, how's it penciling out for the team that's finishing 25th? That's what I'm saying. That's I don't understand that. It's one thing if this team were near the bottom of the pack. I get it. If it's back of the pack and they can't compete, fine. But this is a championship team. This this is like the New England Patriots winning a Super Bowl and then Robert Kraft saying, "Yeah, I can't I can't afford this anymore." Bye. Yeah, very weird. I, I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. And a couple of questions I have with it because a lot of the people, uh, fine people who work on this team are from Denver. These are Denver-based people. Some of them Denver natives. And they're, they're playing in a sport that, let's be honest, this is a southern sport, okay? Most of these teams, most of these people, most of the, of NASCAR is based in the south. So they, they are visitors for uh, most of these, uh, these races. I, I just want to know in Denver, what does this mean to you as a sports fan? Do you, do you really care? 
Mm, it's one of those things that is kind of, you know, it's cool to say, hey, the team's here, but does it really matter? You don't even get to root for them. There's never a race here. It's it's not very economical. I mean, just off the top of my head, where they have races uh west of the Mississippi, Kansas City's got a race, Phoenix has a race, Vegas, Phoenix, Montana. Yeah. That's about it. There's four. Um, maybe there's one down in Texas, maybe, but it, it just, it's not, it, the vast majority of the races, there's 30 some races, the vast majority of them are east, and then they're in the southeast. Most of the teams are based in North Carolina, so, um, to have the team out here was, again, just tied to the sponsor. Furniture Row is based here. It's a Denver based company, Denver Mattress, all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't make it very economical when you're not near any races and you're really far from most of the races. So, I mean, if you're a local NASCAR fan, and I get it, I know how this sport works, they either root for certain drivers or root for certain cars. Never never understood the car thing. What, what do you mean you're rooting for a car? You're rooting for an inanimate object? Yeah, that that a part's car? weird. Liking a, liking I a driver, that. I get. I get that. Yeah, the driver, you like a guy's personality, you, you get it, but uh, I've never understood the car thing. So People root for horses and horse racing. Well, Not necessarily for the jockeys. Do you root for the horse or for the jockey? Same thing. Do, you, do I have to go down my road here again on horse racing? Hmm. That the horse does all the work and the jockey is just riding the back of this horse. I, that's another sport. We'll get into that. The car does all the work. The, the driver Derby just hits around. the pedal. The car is an inanimate object, HW. It's a machine built by humans. Okay. What do you mean the car? Would you feel sorry for the car? You get emotional when the car is wrecked. Yeah. yeah what do you mean the car? Do they ever have to put the car down on the backstretch? <laughs> I mean, you're making it sound like the car has a brain. Do they ever bring out an ambulance and just go ahead and say, eh, whatever? I'm the just playing had a devil's advocate. Sorry. Continue your rant about cheating hey, for no, the driver no, I, versus the car. I enjoy. It. I, I all I'm asking is this: now that this team is going to disassemble, do you still root for Martin Truex if you live in Denver? I, how does this work, NASCAR people? Tell me how I'm supposed to treat this. What am I supposed to do now? Speaking of how things work, I just tweeted you a screenshot of a map. Where you're at to Broomfield could not be more of a straight shot south, and Boulder's way off to the west. So we're going to Boulder. I don't want to be geography nerd, but that's fine. I just wanted to point out that it's not anywhere near a direct route if you go through Boulder. Well, I just want you to know something. When you're walking uh, Colorado farmland, which is basically what we did yesterday, it gets pretty boring. What you find along the streets of uh, Colorado, we have some dirty streets, by the way. You don't notice this unless you walk them. Mm-hmm. Some of these, some of the things we found along the roadway, I mean, I, w- I was squeamish at times. I was embarrassed. People throw things out of their car. What, what are you doing? Quit littering for crying out loud. We found bumpers, mufflers. I can't tell you how many oil cans we found. But people just throw it out the window. Yeah, Sunglasses. But- why do what you have you an doing? oil can? That's weird. I'm with you. I don't know. Some of the inanimate objects we found along the roadway, we took we took uh, photos of all of these, so it's going to be in our piece when we're done with it. But it's ridiculous how much people litter along the side of 287. I'm not dealing with that again. And then the mosquitoes last night, oh, my God, as soon as it turned to dusk, we got eaten alive. I'm not dealing with that anymore. We're going through the Boulder campus. That's what we're doing today. Even if it means adding mileage, that's what we're doing. It's my call. Sorry. Kyle, you can quit nodding. No, it's happening. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're live from the uh, Super 8 Motel. 
Uh, the text line says, does H.W. root for the golf club or the golfer? <laughs> That's a pretty good question. Well, you know, that three wood by the Callaway three wood. He feels bad wow. when it gets broken. Yeah, that freaking, uh, that Tommy Armour driver they just came out with, that is nice. Uh, when we come back, uh, the Rockies, they've won four in a row. The Rockies are undefeated in the month of September. The most important baseball of the season. September baseball. They have yet to lose. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join the Urology Center of Colorado for the ninth annual Blue Shoe Run for Prostate Cancer on Saturday, just north of Mile High Stadium at the Urology Center of Colorado. Get more info at blueshoerun2018.com. The seventh annual Gibbs Sports Equipment Drive is Saturday. Bring new and gently used sports equipment to the Pepsi Center from 9 to 11.30 a.m. to give children in need the opportunity to play sports. Get more info now at Altitude 950.com. Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield. Live. Also starring Loverboy. With special guest Jim Blossoms. And Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop. If the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And it's to the wall for this Tim Howard. Once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh, my word! He scores with his left, he scores with his right. Edgar Castillo scores what he wants. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard extension. 
exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind, so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. Jokic for three. Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Southbound 225 is slowing between Iliff and Yosemite from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by White Castle. Expect delay eastbound I-70, I-76 to York. Again, that is slow from an earlier crash. Westbound I-70 slowing 270 to Steel Vasquez exit. Real egg, savory sausage, and melty cheese calling you. Detour to White Castle for a $3 breakfast combo. No time to stop. Add new breakfast sliders to your grocery list. Now at White Castle and in your freezer aisles, I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Today's Power 5 question of the day is we broadcast live from the Super 8 in Longmont on this 82-mile walk from Fort Collins to Denver. I have a blister on my left toe. It is quite bothersome. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but it will become a big deal when we do our 23-mile uh, trek today. So our question is, sports injuries that we, as fans, uh, don't seem to understand. Annoying little injuries that when a guy comes down with it, we're like, what? What? Get back in there. What's taking so long? And the first one that comes to mind, speaking of blisters, how many times in baseball, guys, and we've seen it with these Rockies, where a dude develops a blister and he's on the DL for three weeks? I mean, those pitchers and their blisters, it's like every season a Rockies pitcher gets a blister. It does feel that way, and uh, it's a common injury in baseball. It's an injury you're battling today. So hit us up, 30933. What are the most annoying injuries in sports? Was it- was it Chad Bettis that had the uh yes. blister and had to re- had to change his grip? Yes, Adjust had to his change grip? his grip the way he throws his baseball, his fastball. Yeah, he 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 went from a two seam to something else. I don't know, I don't know how that works, but uh clearly blisters affect pitchers every day. I got one for you though. Like in football and basketball, you hear about guys missing time with toes. Yeah, like they jam their toes. Mm-hmm. Turf you toe. Jammed. Yeah, turf toe. You ever jammed your big toe? Do you understand the pain that comes with that? That could be a season-long injury. It doesn't sound like a big deal. Maybe they need to change the name of some of these injuries. Turf toe, you're exactly right. It sounds so eh, harmless, so benign. Turf toe, big deal. It can cost you an entire year. Instead of turf toe, it should be amputated toe, near ampu- nearly amputated toe. That's what they should call that from now on. 
I, I do know that it's uh, nearly $1,500 to have a nine-year-old's pinky toe taped to the toe next to it at urgent care. I do know that. So did, did that come Can up? you do that yourself? Toe? I could have. Yeah. The toe yeah. was going off uh, to Jones's. I thought I probably should have someone look at this, and they taped it next to the toe. We yep. have some in- extremely intelligent texters and listeners on this uh, program, 30933. Some of the injuries coming in that we simply don't understand as fans, and I get the Liz Frank. Remember how many times yeah. that came up a couple years ago? Yeah. Remember that? It was Peyton Manning. Did he not have the Liz Frank? Didn't, uh, wasn't Champ Bailey hindered by that too at the end? Didn't he, he have the that, Liz Frank? The Super Bowl year? Yes. Yeah. That evil sister Liz. Yeah. It, exactly right. But when Peyton Manning had those issues with his feet that season and had to miss some time and, and Brock Osweiler came in and carried the load, was it not Liz Frank? Am I remembering this correctly no, or was it, it an, another foot injury? It was. was plantar fasciitis? Is that the same thing as like the, when your arches drop? I never understood that either. Like, how does that? I don't know. How does that happen? What's going on? Now? I have no arches. I have flat feet, which is probably explains why I have all these blisters today. But uh, that is one that always comes up, and we as fans were annoyed by it because we don't understand it. We don't know what it is. We don't know the pain that comes with it. You know, you hear fracture, right? The word fracture that brings up, oh my God, a fracture can be less painful than a Liz Frank at times. A fracture can be less painful than turf toe. I think another injury most of us probably haven't suffered, but we hear it all the time, is a stinger. Like, how many of us have actually experienced a stinger? You hear that in football like all the time. Wolf, Derek yeah. Wolf type stinger. Gets like, them all the time. What does that mean? What is it? How about the oblique in baseball, too? Um, David Dahl missed an entire season. An entire season. They eventually called it a rib injury, but it started with the oblique. A strained know, oblique. Where, am I? Where, 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 the, where are the obliques? Do you know where your oblique is located? feels like it's a core muscle, somewhere in your core. Yeah, but where exactly in the core? It's like right is it around. above the loins? Where is it? Right around there. <laughs> I think it's north of your loins. <laughs> How do you injure your oblique? <laughs> How does this sure. happen? Uh, what, sure. What about heavy legs? We're getting a lot oh, of heavy yeah. legs on the text line. That was Tulo's famous one. Yeah. yeah, he's got heavy legs. What is that? On April 10th. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good omen. Hey, I just did 28 miles. You think my my legs are a little heavy or light? Yeah, they're probably a little heavy-ish. You haven't spent a month at Shangri-La, though. Uh, Cuban Benny says, I think Jarvis Moss had restless leg syndrome. What is that? I don't know. I have no idea. Not sure. Restless leg syndrome. I've heard of it. Isn't that kind of like an old person thing? Not sure. Uh, Nash points to uh, disc Injuries in the lower back. Uh, I've had lower back issues uh, for a while now. Uh, I don't know if it's disc-related, but uh, I think most people can appeal to a back injury. Most people have had back injuries, right? I mean, you don't have to be an old man to have a back injury. What's the disease the two New York pitchers have had? Foot and mouth disease? Yeah. What the yeah. hell is that? Yeah. Alan on the text line says, I suffered a Liz Frank injury in 2011. I was out of work for almost a year to the day my foot still hurts. Still don't know what it is. Still don't know what it means. In high school, my one injury that affected me, because I never really got hurt in high school, but I missed several high school basketball games late in the season uh, with a hip pointer. Hip pointer is another one. You yeah. hear it all the time. You have no idea what that means. All I knew is that the left side of my upper leg hurt, and like I couldn't move forward, back. It, everything I did hurt. Didn't understand what it was. Uh, turf toe, didn't that cost uh, Chuck Blackman some time? 
I think he had turf toe. Th- that must happen a lot in hockey. You know, I mean, the feet in hockey. Let me ask Kyle. Kyle, what is the weirdest hockey injury? Is it oblique? Those guys always got some oblique issues, right, because they're rotating? Yeah. Just a random upper body injury. That's what they would classify it in hockey. Yeah. Yeah, anything with the knees, he says. But you're right, in hockey you never know because they, they're never they're never honest about their injuries. It, it could be a foot injury and they call it an upper body. Yeah. That's how it works in hockey. Never understood that in hockey. Is there a sport more secretive about its injuries than, than the NHL? No. And they go out of their they're way to They're intentionally vague. Intentionally vague. Uh, cramping is uh, always a concern uh, in, in, in sports where you have to walk and run. Uh, but everybody's had a cramp at some point. So, uh, Brian Clady, according to uh, a friend of mine, also had the Liz Frank yeah. injury that cost him, uh, quite some time. Uh, dead arm in baseball? What is dead arm? What does that mean? That's a good, that's a really good one. Cause you hear that. Well, like, what does that mean? What does it feel like? If you were out just throwing a ball, how would it, how would it impact you? Like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, we're gonna try to place, uh, uh, somebody, I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> Some of you texters are very creative, trust me. <laughs> very creative. They got medicine for that now. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to start placing better names, better titles to these injuries. Uh, because when I, when I hear turf toe, I think, ah, eh, you can, you can deal with that. No, you can't. That can cost you an entire season at times. That can cost you greatly. Uh, the Rockies are back at it against the Giants for the series finale. The other teams won last night, both the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. It's not going to come easy. Nothing is going to come easy with this one. But the one question we ask, when you win a game 6-2, to two, and I know this is nitpicking, and I get it. You won the game. That was the goal last night. But when you're up by four runs in the ninth, do you bring Wade Davis in, or do you let Oberg close that game and save Davis for the Dodgers series? That's the only really critical point I have from that game last night. Everything else worked. I mean, everything else, I know they started slowly on offense, but they got the necessary hits to keep pace. I mean, David Dahl ties the game. Ryan McMahon ties the game. And then they break it open in one inning where they bat around. Well, so they did everything they had to do. Uh, is, Roman Marquez was tremendous. 13 it, strikeouts. It is nitpicking, but it, it ties into kind of the argument we've had on this show before when it comes to Bud Black. It was a mistake. There was no reason to burn Wade Davis last night. Now, the, the, the other side of the coin is, well, it worked. They got the win, so you can't, you can't criticize anything the manager did if they won. Well, no, cause if he's not available for the second or third game of the Dodger series, or he can't go today in a 3-2 game in the ninth, well then you can be critical of him, cause everything has a, a repercussion to it. It was a mistake by Bud Black, and what was dumbfounding about it was he had Oberg up. Oberg was ready to go. Why would you have Oberg up unless he was going to come in because it wasn't a save opportunity? I have no idea why he went with Wade Davis in that situation. Other than Hunch, I have no idea. Uh, Rockies, by the way, still in first place after winning four straight in the month of September. They're undefeated in September. This is the most important month of the year, certainly when you're in a playoff race. They have yet to lose in September. Uh, Marquez was brilliant. Two pitches that he probably wants back outside of that. Career-high 13 Ks. Cargo came through with that bases loaded triple. Um, Derek Rodriguez, by the way, dude, that guy's got a lot of hair. First of all, he's pretty good. Well, and he's it, pretty damn good. Giant super fan behind me. Uh, he 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 called him D Rod the entire game. D Rod's gonna yeah. throw a 94 mile an hour four seam fastball here. 
So D Rod, D Rod actually can deal. He's a pretty good pitcher. Well, and he's Pudge's son, right? The Pudge yes, Rodriguez's Yvonne's son. Papa. Yeah. 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 yeah, proud Papa Ivan Rodriguez. He doesn't look the part. When you see him, do you say major league pitcher? Nah, major, I don't. I see, major I see league boy pitchers. Band. Major League pitchers are such an eclectic group. Yeah, you got to see from Bartolo Colon and, and Lincecum. I mean, could you have t- two guys that look more opposite than that? You know what, though? He had the Rockies just on. They didn't know what was coming. Some of those breaking balls he was throwing, he had them guessing. And then they finally broke through. It's fun to watch. Uh, so, Derek Rodriguez has had a great season for the uh, Giants. If you look him up, he's had a, a very good season. And the Rockies finally figured it out. They got to the later innings. Sometimes that's what it's going to take, man. You're not, these starters will dominate you. You wait till the 7th, 8th, and ninth to break through, and that's what the Rockies did last night. So the other cool nickname right. I learned from Giant Superfan yeah. last night, uh, not only D-Rod, that one was kind of a given, but uh, rookie Chris Shaw, who got the start, every time he came to yeah. bat, it was Shawsome. <laughs> Shawsome. You yeah, meet the most interesting people at sporting players. events. Yeah. yeah. It was it was literally three pitches, days. and I was ticked at this guy. Yeah. Shawsome. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so, man. Rightfully so. I wondered if uh, Charlotte and HW offered the same presentation when you uh, visited uh, Diamondbacks uh, Stadium last year. When no, was, we were pretty modest. As obnoxious? No. Okay. Yeah. You didn't You didn't come up with your little nicknames? My mom was trying to fight the Diamondbacks fan in front of us who wouldn't sit down. That was uh-huh. the only hairy situation we got into. Top of the hour, 8.02 on the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at 8.30 with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The rivalry game is a game that um, sticks with the coach 365 days a year also. Um, and you get questions asking more about your rivalry games than they do the others over the, as the years go by. Um, and, you know, these young men understand the Nebraska rivalry. I think when they sign with Colorado, people always say, do you all st- still play Nebraska? I mean, that's, I get that question, too. When are you all playing Nebraska again? So now we are. But, yeah, the rivalry game, there is a little added energy for sure. Um, there's a little added intensity. Mike McIntyre, CU football coach, cubuffs.com. Thank you very much. It is Nebraska week. Normally this comes the uh, week of Thanksgiving uh, for many years, for many wonderful years. This was my generation. This was our generation, James. Growing up with CU Nebraska meant something. It meant something big. For a long time it meant a, a big blowout, but uh, CU got back in the game in the 90s, won a couple big ones there in the 2000s, and now they're back. First time CU and Nebraska have played a football game since November of 2010. Do you remember that one, James? Uh, November 2010. Was that in Lincoln? Yeah, that was a, that was a Nebraska blowout. They won pretty handily in that game. That was the 70th meeting. Nebraska overall 49, 18, and 12. You're excited because you remember the rivalry. I get it. I just wonder how many of these current players, even coaches, understand uh, what this rivalry is all about. Because guys like LaVisca Cheneau was 11 years old when they last played a football game. I doubt LaVisca Cheneau, if you ask him today, what do you think of the Big Red? He's going to have a history lesson for you on this rivalry. 
Well, I, but I do think some of them probably remember seeing it. It was the day after Thanksgiving for, what, a couple of decades? Um, you know, so everybody's watching football on that weekend. They're probably used to seeing it on. But, um, yeah, Colorado has not been uh, particularly competitive in this series, but there was a long stretch from 92 to 2000 where Nebraska won every game. But they, they were – uh, CU was fairly good during that time. It just was a uh, lopsided in terms of who's winning those games. It was a bunch of close games. 33-30 in overtime, 34-32, 16-14, 27 I mean, I have more heartbreak from CU Nebraska games. Uh, you know, Jeremy Aldridge missing a chip shot, yeah. Alex Henry making a 59-yarder. There are a lot of just heartbreaking losses in this series that make, uh, Saturday intriguing to me because it, it, it'll just be a, It'll be a great moment walking out of Memorial Stadium as a victor and having all those people who declare themselves the greatest fans in college football just cursing me and my boys out. I can't wait. Who's favored? Uh, Nebraska, five and a half. See, that surprises me. I think CU, I haven't seen Nebraska, and Scott Frost will obviously bring a different uh, tenor to that team. I mean, this guy's coming off an outstanding season at Central Florida. I get that. This is their first game. The Akron game had to be canceled for crazy reasons. I mean, weather. Uh, so this is their first game. They're going to be a little nervous. They've got a young quarterback. I get it. It's at home. But it surprises me that Nebraska's got five points on the Buffs, considering the Buffs looked pretty damn strong last week in their season opener. Yeah, it's. A, I think there's a couple of things at play here. One, it's the, it's the Scott Frost factor, which I do think yeah. he's going to be a very good hire in, in Lincoln. I think he's going to turn that program around. Um is it going to happen immediately? Like, does he fix everything that Mike Riley screwed up starting in game one? I think that's a little bit of a stretch. They're starting a true freshman quarterback. This will be his first start because he didn't get the Akron game to get out some of the butterflies. And the other thing of it is, you know, it's a little bit like a, a Notre Dame line. It's a little bit like a Lakers line, a Cowboys yeah. line. It's based on the fact that that's where the Nebraska fans are going to bet that up. You know, there's not, they're going to, they're going to take that. So, uh, I wouldn't read too much into it that Vegas actually thinks Nebraska is five and a half points better than CU. I think it's a, that's where Vegas thinks they can make some money. Well, the buffs, I, I get it. They played one game, but they have uh, captured some national attention already. Bruce Feldman, who's a uh, national writer, covers college football, um, wrote a little something on some of the teams and players that caught his eye after week one. And, uh, this is what he said about, uh, CU. I'll just read straight from his article. Quote, the secret is out of Colorado. Inside the program this summer, Mike McIntyre and his staff were downright giddy about the potential of sophomore LaVisca Cheneau, a linebacker-sized X-factor with 4-4 speed. Quote, he's a total freak, McIntyre told me, after asking to keep some of the hype about Cheneau on the down low. This goes back with uh, what we were talking about last week, why College football coaches close practices. Why they're so secretive? Here's a reason. What did we know? I mean, honestly, you're the biggest CU fan I've come across. What did you know, James, about LaVisca Cheneau until that that showing against CSU? Nothing. Nothing. And to be honest with you, Vic, I'm into the second half, and I'm still calling him number two. Right? Like, I had, I had no idea. You don't know what's going on. Now, well, there's why. There are a lot of Buffs fans who are, you know, message board guy. Who, who probably know some of this stuff and they go to the spring game and all that kind of stuff, which, which Based I. Based on what though? What are they watching? That's what I'm I don't saying. Know. You, you get very limited access. You can't watch practices. 
Yeah, and, and you know, maybe he'd look good in the spring game. I don't know. I, I that's not a I don't care to go watch CU play CU, so that's not something I attend and that I know about, but um yeah, I knew I knew nothing about him. I knew that they had signed some guys and they had to replace, you know, Bobo and Ross and a lot of um a lot of talent at receiver. Well, they certainly did that. And then some, cause he's a guy, Chanel's a guy, when you look at him, he's like, Oh yeah, he's going to play on Sundays. And, and that's really the, you just see it from his body. Yeah. yeah you could see it by the way he runs. Yeah. Four, it, four speed. He's, he's six, two, two, twenty. He was a man amongst boys against CSU. And we talked about it yesterday. When you take a dump off pass on third and 13 and take it 89 yards for a touchdown and no one touches you, uh, you're just, you're playing the game at a different level. And CU hasn't had a lot of those guys in a long, long time, right? It reminded, exactly right. it reminded me yeah. of, you know, when you would watch Michael Westbrook and when they were playing Miami and they were playing Michigan, like, okay, he, he was on the same page as those guys or same plane. When they would play the Iowa states of the world, he would just dominate. It, it, that's what it was with Chino this past week of look against Nebraska. I don't think he'll, he'll jump off the, the page or jump off the screen quite as much or when they play USC or Oregon or some powerhouses, but against teams like CSU, no disrespect. Yeah. He just, he's, he's different than anybody else on the field. The, the opposition doesn't have anybody that's in that class. Uh, let me go on. Cause uh, Feldman talks about how CU plans on using Chino in the backfield, perhaps as a wildcat quarterback anywhere on the field. He will play McIntyre says, quote, I've never had anything like him. He's that good. I'm telling you, he's ridiculous. Chano tells Feldman the reason he turned down Alabama for CU was that he was intrigued to go somewhere he could make a difference. Didn't want to go somewhere that he was already on the map. And uh, he, he brought with him from DeSoto High School, big powerhouse high school. Uh, he brought a teammate of his um, that, that also plays for the uh, uh, the uh, Buffs, the, the receiver. I can't remember his name right now. But his teammate also came along, so it was more of a package deal. But this kid had Texas and Alabama knocking on his door. He had two powerhouses and decided he was going to go to CU. That's that's what McCartney did to build the program. Yeah, Remember, that's what McCartney did that with six or seven guys. And well, when you can start doing that, wow! It's a similar story, and it's just what I was going to bring up. It reminds me of what Bill McCartney was able to do when he went into Houston. And he got Canavis McGee and Alfred Williams to come to Colorado. And it was the same pitch of be a part of the, the class that puts this program on the map. And to a large extent, it worked out exactly as he mapped it out. Not only did those guys become, you know, sort of cornerstones that led to other great recruiting classes that sort of put CU on, on the map and made him a, a national contender, but those guys, and guys who played on those teams, you know, it's it's the old cliche of they'll never buy a beer in Boulder again. They they've had a, and look, they've done other things and they they've they've worked hard and such. But if you're a part of that kind of group, uh, it opens up opportunities for you for the rest of your life. By the way, his his uh, teammate that came with him from DeSoto High School, Katie Nixon, who's pretty damn good in his own right. So uh, you talk about a package deal. If that's what it takes. I'd package deal the hell out of these guys. Go right into Texas, go into California, do exactly what McCartney did. Do exactly what he did, because that's where the town, you know, I'm proud. You guys know how proud I am to be a Colorado kid. But, man, if you want some (laughs) difference makers, you have to go to Texas. You have to go to Cali. You're not going to survive on on Colorado alone. Sorry. Colorado uh, 
people don't want to hear this, but go up to of Folsom course, Field, look at the facade of all the names that are up there, and tell me how many of them other than punters went to high school in Colorado. Not very many. Not many. I mean, and, and difference makers, too. There aren't many. I mean, listen, Jeremy Bloom was a difference maker. He's from Loveland. Okay, there aren't many of those around anymore. They don't exist. Dave McLuhan was a difference maker. He's from Loveland, too, ironically enough. Loveland's a fair city, beautiful town. Walking through that yesterday, it's a nice place. The northern part of this uh, metro area is growing so fast. Apartments going up left and right. People want to get out of the uh, the metro Denver area, move north. I mean, it's all Denver now. I mean, this is all one big city. And we'll continue our walk. We're going to Boulder today. We're going to Broomfield. Come by. Say hello. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Altitude 950. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. And they're feeling it here right now at Pepsi Center. Hi, this is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. Our shop has been really busy this summer with people wanting to get their classics back on the road. In fact, we're so busy we need a new mechanic. We could also use a body technician. These are absolute dream jobs. You get to work on some of the most beautiful cars in the world. But you've got to be good. Contact us at FarlandCars.com if you're interested. That's FarlandCars.com. Labor Day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French door refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High And now on Littleton. Thank you. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to Andro 400. 400.com or call 
andro400.com Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind. So you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white. And K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free and just... Just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're Altitude 950 traffic update. Southbound I-25 is slowing with an accident after the 128th Avenue Bridge. Traffic is brought to you by White Castle. Southbound I-25 also a crash. Two cars right shoulder at I-70, so expect delay. Eastbound I-70 running slow between Wadsworth and Washington. Did you hear White Castle sliders are in your freezer aisles? In addition to the burgers that made them famous, try one of the new breakfast sliders made with real eggs. Pick up White Castle sliders at your grocery today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Turn it up! The Vic Lombardi Show live from the uh, Super 8 in Longmont as we continue our trek from Fort Collins to Pepsi Center. Uh, today we're going to uh, ad-lib. We're, we're going to run the audible. We are we are not going to go straight down 287 as previously planned. Uh, we're going to venture a, a bit west, go by the uh, CU campus, talk to some of the CU co-eds about the big rivalry game this weekend, see what they think about Nebraska. Most of them were 10 years old when this game was last played, so uh, the rivalry loses some of its luster. I want to hear from the from the players themselves what it means to them. And, and, and to be honest with you, it shouldn't mean much. It's not their fault that they weren't around when this rivalry was at its peak. It's not their fault. They they got to reemerge. It's got it's got to mean something to them, and it will mean something on Saturday when it's on national television. I love the fact that the national the networks understand the history of this series. At least they get it right. Yeah, this it means something to them. ABC is uh, clamoring to get it back on the airwaves. They will have it uh, this weekend. Uh, so instead of taking 287 South, which would be 23 miles. You're yeah. going to take the diagonal and then 36, which you can take the new bike path along 36. So that'll be nice and safe for you guys. Exactly right. I told Kyle about um, the bike path. It's yeah. safer, too. I don't have to walk in this farmland anymore Way with the mosquitoes. Safer. But you're probably going to go from a 23-mile day to, I'm going to say, 34, 35. Whatever. We'll make it up on the last day. We'll, we'll walk less on the last day. Oh, we just have to go to Pepsi Center. Again, we circled downtown Denver five times just to get to 82 miles. We won't do the, the circle. Well, yeah, because from Broomfield Event Center, or it used to be Broomfield Event Center, First Bank it. Center to uh, Pepsi Center is about 10 miles. So uh, tomorrow should be yeah. easy. Don't worry about it. We got it. I'm uh, just mapping Broncos, it out. It's game plan Wednesday, installation day, uh, our first look at Kevin Hogan day. Uh, Paul Klee wrote an article on Cortland Sutton. Did you guys read that where he uh, – 
describes him as he describes Sutton as a Haley's Comet type of player. I mean, that that good. Uh, I guess my reaction is we'll see. All we've seen is the preseason. We've seen him go up and get the football. We get it. But I, I have to see more. I, I'm not ready to proclaim him that. Uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, if you gave me the option of DT and Cortland Sutton, sorry, DT still has, <laughs> he still has the body of work. I, I gotta see this kid play more than a preseason. Yeah, me too. And it, even in the preseason games, I, I mean, there was a lot of moments during training camp where we were like, wow, that's that's a big play. We didn't see it in the preseason games. He had, what, three catches? Like, he did very little in preseason. He didn't do anything where he just jumped off the screen. You're like, wow, this guy's a player. So I'm with you, Vic. I want to see it on the field in a game against, you know, first-team defensive backs, and, and when it actually counts, before I get too terribly excited, there's reason to believe, but... Uh, Wait, there's no proof in the pudding. Why are you guys trying to pump the brakes on this guy, though? I mean, he he looks the well, part, I'm not living in and it. he compared himself. He wants to be in the same conversation as Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. That's what he told Paul on Monday. So Great. he's got the I swagger. The same conversation. Great, I want to be in the same conversation as Bob Costas and Al Michaels. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean come on. It's, we, it, what did he do during a preseason game that made you think he's anywhere near that kind of category? Nothing. He did nothing. He he had ex- essentially the same preseason we saw every year out of Cody Latimer. It, now I, I like what I see. I I like everything I see. I watch him in pra- everything about him. But I, I I just we live in this hype world where just snippets, these little snapshots, these moments, all of a sudden we project into careers. It's not how this works. Mm. Okay, I, ju- I just works. saw it enough in camp to see that this kid could be a star, and he's also got George W. Bush in his corner. Bush told well, you know what? Philip Lindsay could be a star. Philip Joe Lindsay Ellis, be, they were going to take him. If you want to project, we can do that about every player. Anytime you watch somebody play, oh wow, he showed a flash. He's going to be a star. Wait a minute. So now no, we're it's not how it works. Now we're taking scouting advice of George W. Bush. That's what you just brought out. Well, George W. Bush said he's going to be a star. Well. Great. What did Clinton think? Man, you guys are just dream killers today. What, why, why even preview the Broncos? Are we game calling on Obama what? to have him break down our draft class? Why even talk about what Sutton could become? Why even read Paul's article? It's it just, there's no point oh, because well, we just haven't seen anything yet. So whatever. No, I, that's not, all I'm saying is just be careful. That's just not, be careful projecting. That's all. I, I have all the, the faith in the world that this kid can be a very, very good NFL football player. And now stop at that. He's not going to be a star until he becomes a star. Let's tie this. I don't like crowning stars. I just, I've never been in that business. I, I, I think guys, you have to go through those stages, man. You have to struggle. He's going to, here's the deal. I'll give you an example. Seattle. All right. The Seahawks play a certain type of defense. You remember Richard Sherman when everybody cast Richard Sherman as one of the, one of the top corners in the game. And the retort from the, the Bronco faithful, especially Chris Harris, is, well, yeah, they play cover three. I mean, I could be, I could be a great cover three corner. You're not playing one on one. So Seattle plays cover three. They're going to throw a cover three look at the Broncos, which is basically a zone and, and it's basically allowing, uh, everything underneath. Cortland Sutton, if he loves to run that sideline pass, just throw it up for grabs. You're not going to get that against Seattle. So if he doesn't get it this week, if he doesn't catch a pass, is it a bust? What is he? Is he still a star? It depends on the matchup. It I, always depends on the matchup. I don't think either one of us, HW, said there isn't reason to be optimistic and reason to be excited. I think what we said is, 
I'd like to see it in a real game against real opposition. For all we know, he shined in training camp because the Broncos' defensive backs are terrible. We don't know. Again, what did you see in a preseason game against another team that made you say, that guy's special? He made Josh Norman look pretty silly in Washington. Last time I checked, Josh Norman's one of the better corners he, How in the did league. he make him look pretty silly? He caught a pass. He a caught pass. one pass against Josh Norman. One. And it was one a pass. phenomenal catch against one of the okay. top corners in the NFL. That's okay, what preseason's so about. Make a play here great, or there. They don't get enough great. playing time. It's I not like it. Cortland Sutton was out there for every single snap and he was able to catch nine balls in a game and you two could say, well, yeah, this kid's got hype. Are you ready to wager your mortgage, your rent, on him being a star, whatever your definition of a star is? Would you put it down right now? If you made me choose star or not a star, I'd lean towards yeah. star. Okay, what if is those a star are my only two options. I'm just curious, what is a star? Is that a, a perennial pro bowler? Yeah. that's what... I think we're staring in my, my eyes. I think we're staring Demarius's Tom, Demarius Thomas's replacement right in the face. The next great receiver for the Broncos can be Cortland Sutton. I think we are looking at DT's replacement when DT inevitably uh, decides to call it a career or go elsewhere. Well, I mean, we always hope that's the case. We hope, and that's where I'll leave it. Hope is a dangerous thing, man. It I, I really just, I, I think, and not to be wet blanket, but. In training camp and in the preseason, we saw just as much from Tim Patrick. We did. And yet we're saying Cortland Sutton is the next DT. Okay. All right. I mean, if that's where we want to go, DT's had a pretty damn good career. Um, to say that a guy who's never played an NFL game is going to be his replacement. I mean, you know, 629 receptions, 8,653 yards, 57 touchdowns. If Cortland Sutton gets anywhere near that, I will say uh, I was wrong. And he may. I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm encouraged. But, man, I ain't ready to go there. But then again, I forgot that we're supposed to take scouting advice from George W. Bush. I mean, Paul Klee's well, headline says, Broncos rookie Cortland Sutton, he's a unicorn destined for stardom. That's That's yeah. coming straight from the Gazette. You know how much I love Paul. You know how much I love him. But the whole unicorn thing, I think that started with the, uh, who'd that start with? The, uh, Knicks Center? Uh, what's his name? Porzingis. Him. Porzingis, yeah. The unicorn is, uh, that's a lofty label. When I think unicorn, uh, sorry, Corlin Sutton's not the first name that comes to mind. Unicorn is a game changer league wide. Unicorn is OBJ. That's a unicorn in my eyes. This kid's just the kid yet. Let's let him grow. Give him some time. Uh, fellas, see what's happening in Oakland? The Raiders come to town week two, the reason I bring it up. The Raiders are a mess right now. A mess. The city of Oakland is planning a lawsuit against the Raiders, threatening an early exit from the Coliseum, which is a dump anyway. If you've ever been to a game there in the black hole, my God, is it a hole. They may be out of there by the end of the year, and Vegas isn't ready for them yet. Who knows where the Raiders are playing next season? Their city wants them out. They're suing the NFL. They're planning a lawsuit of $500 million on the Raiders and the NFL. It's going to get ugly. Can you imagine if Chucky has them at 4-12? and Can you imagine halfway through the season if they're just struggling what they're going to hear from Raider so-called faithful at home games this year? I think Raider faithful are behind him. I think this is... 
city planners who uh, dropped the ball and weren't able to uh, keep the Raiders in town trying to save face? Well, if the team struggles, though, if the team sucks and you're just limping out of town and you're not going to be around anymore and they already have trouble getting people to go to games, they have a tarp on the upper deck, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get very ugly. The going away party is not going to be a party, put it that way. Plenty more in store here on the Vic Lombardi Show. When we come back, I have a quiz for Manchester, a Broncos quiz. Let's see how well he knows his football team because this quiz, I don't want you going to the computer. Do not go to the computer. Don't Google this. Don't look this up. This quiz comes straight from Mike Kliss, courtesy of Mike. Have I'm you looked ready. at it already? No, but he, you, did, have you he, looked did, at it? We, he did one six months ago that was the most asinine yeah. batch of questions ever. Okay, good. So if it's similarly provi- asinine, I can't wait. Great. I want to thank Michael. He provided an easy segment for us. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Altitude 950 this Friday from 11 to 2 at Union Station as we celebrate the upcoming Colorado Avalanche season. Pick up an Avalanche magnet, take a photo of it, and post on social with hashtag AvsAllOver for your chance to win a trip to Las Vegas to see the Avalanche play on September 24th. Bernie will be handing out free ice cream, and you can meet the Avalanche Ice Girls. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Attention all players. Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor trailer equipment and you must be 21 years old to apply this is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from we are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open apply today by logging on to safewaydenverdc.com at safewaydenverdc.com please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer cool 105 presents cool concert 2018 starring rick springfield live also starring Loverboy with special guests Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all Altitude ticket outlets. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. 
sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard, aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Presented by Ace Radon. Still looking at slow traffic. Southbound 225 is you're working your way between Parker Road and the spillway. Traffic is brought to you by White Castle. 270 eastbound jammed up I-25 to past York. Eastbound I-70 expect slow traffic. Wadsworth out through to Washington Street. Real egg, savory sausage, and melty cheese calling you. Detour to White Castle for a $3 breakfast combo. No time to stop. Add new breakfast sliders to your grocery list. Now at White Castle and in your freezer aisle. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. I tell you, I love, I love it when we have an easy segment. None easier than this. Compliments of our good friend Mike Kliss, 9 News, who uh, on, a, on about Twice a year basis comes up with these quizzes, these Broncos quizzes. And every time I see this, I'm like you, Manchester. It's competitive for me. I look at this and I say, okay, I'm going to pass this test. I'm a big Bronco historian. You're a bigger one. Let's see if we can pass his quiz. Simple Broncos trivia. Are you ready? Have you seen this yet? I want to make sure. I have not seen it. I have not looked at the answers. I, I swear to God, I swear on my left blister of my big toe, I have not seen it. Uh, I have and not, you. I have not seen it, uh, either. Um, I do know I did one of these though. It was during a Bronco game last year. Uh, we were all watching as a family and my mother yeah. brought one of these out and it, they were ridiculous questions with like sneaky trick answers and things like okay. that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going in ready to be ticked. We'll put it that way. Well, just understand that we do a similar quiz when we give away tickets. We give three questions to glory, and a lot of people think we ask ridiculous questions. Well, so H.W. does. He's he's the Mike Cliss of the show. You ask seven-part questions. Oh, I do not. It's a name like four coaches in Broncos history. But, okay, let's let's fire away, Victor. Let's hear what we got. This is going to even make you more mad. He writes here, there are only two grades, an A or an F. You either win or you lose on this quiz. <laughs> That's awesome. Nine questions. Here we go. Here we go. And, again, I will ask the question first. We'll see if we can come up with the answer, and then we'll look at the answer to see how close we were. Question number one. Broncos center Matt Paradis, receiver Jordan Taylor, and Giants, San Francisco Giants catcher Buster Posey all had hip surgeries performed by this doctor. Who is the doctor, and what city is he based? Uh, he's the okay. guy up in Vail. Yes, uh, the um, Greek name, Philop, Philipsis or something like that. Phillips. Eh, something Phillips. No, I'm blanking on it. It's Stedman Hawkins. He was at Stedman Hawkins. I don't know who the actual doctor is. I think it's, yeah, I, I agree with Vale, and I think it's Philippusis or something like that. Okay. Any former tennis player or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. here we go. Sure. Let me go to, hey, HW, do you have this in front of you by chance? Can you find the answer so I don't have to look at them? So, so far, question number one was, who was the doctor? Great. Okay, great Broncos trivia. All right, I'm pulling it okay. up for you, Vic. Here I'll be it the is, Doctor Doctor Mark Philippon of the Stedman Clinic in Vail. All right, so I got the clinic and the location, and I got Philippusis. Good enough. Yep. 
Uh, Check. Some Greek guy. Check. All right. One and oh. In honor of roster cut weekend, which player was cut 11 times by three teams, including six times by the Broncos, in the three-year period March 2006 until February 2009? Oh, it was that tight end. Chad Mustard. Mustard. There you go. Chad Mustard, also a chemistry teacher in Nebraska. Is that the answer? Chad Mustard is correct, yes. Thank you very much. I was going to give hints. His name is a condiment. Good guy. No hints, dude. No hints. Okay. We're either going to pass or fail. So that was a legitimate Bronco trivia question, and I got it. Boom, no problem. No freaking hints. All right, next one. He was the Broncos' first offensive lineman to be named All-AFL, then became the first to be so honored twice. His career was cut short when he broke his arm pushing a stalled car up an icy hill in January of 66. During training camp that year, he broke his arm again and decided to retire. I have no clue. All Just AFL so you know. 1966. My Broncos oh, knowledge my. pretty much stops in the 70s. Um, I have no clue. Man, an offensive, an offensive lineman. Li- I, I don't think I can name an offensive lineman pre-77. No, I don't know I don't that think I, I can. I don't know that I can either. I have no idea on that one. Yeah, I get. what is it? Please, HW, help uh, us out. Uh, it was your boy, Eldon Donahauer. Okay. Right, that's, yeah, that's a dumb that's question. question. Okay. Sorry, Mike. That's, I mean, come on. Who's going to answer that? What is on page 412 of the Broncos media I mean, guide? Who is possibly going to know that that's not 97 years old? Mrs. Donna Howard didn't get that Outside question Outside right. of Jim Sakamano, who wrote these things up, who would know the answer to that question? Who? Next Nobody. One. Here we go. Nobody. As a sophomore football player at Bakersfield Junior College, this future Bronco Ring of Famer sat on the bench getting maybe six or seven plays the whole year. He excelled in track enough to get a track scholarship to San Jose State. Who is he? Louis Wright. Louis Wright, number 20. Correct. Six foot four corner. Do you know what other Bronco was a first round draft choice out of San Jose State? Little side trivia question for you. Another Bronco out of San Jose State. Former first round pick. I can give you, I can give you a hint if you'd like. Please. Uh, when he would score a touchdown, he would do a backflip. Oh, Wilhite. Yeah, Gerald Wilhite. Gerald Wilhite, wow. All right. See, now that's a legit question. Thank that's you. That's our generation. Thank you. All right. Th- we're okay. three out of four. The only one we've missed is Rod Dowhauer or whatever the heck it was. <laughs> uh, well, he is a ring of famer. <laughs> Dowhauer is not a ring of famer. Nobody even knows who he it's is. someone's book. All oh right. Here we go. Gosh. Phil Lindsay will not be the Broncos first running back to wear number 30 since Terrell Davis when Denver opens its season against Seattle. There's another run. There are two other running backs who wore number 30 between. Who were they? Wow, running backs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember David Bruton wore it. Yeah, I don't recall another running back. I would, and by the way, um, you know how much I love me some Phil Lindsay, right? You know how much I love Phil Lindsay. Why would he want to wear TD's number? Why would you want to go down that road? Because yeah. he's trying to live up to the hype, but according to you two, it's, well, let's just wait and see. That's risky. Um, uh, you're, you'll know I, I, one of these guys, the other guy, you, I could spot you the, First letter of the last name and the first name, you wouldn't get it. My guess Two is they've guys. combined for about nine carries. One of them probably only wore it during the preseason. Um, no, I, I think you have to wear it during the regular yeah, season. Yeah, they both got in regular season games. Yeah, with this number. Just, yeah. Hold on a second. Give me, give me, really? Just give me a couple minutes. War number 30? That's a radio show. We got three hours here. Calm down. 
Uh, yeah, I have no clue. I don't know. Help us out, HW. It's Mike Bell and Corey Boyd. Wait, Mike, Mike Bell? Bell wore 30? He got number 30 after the Broncos signed free agent Travis Henry, who stole number 20 from Bell. Bell rushed for three yards on six carries while wearing number 30 in 2006. And did the other guy? guy? Boyd got in one game, the 2008 season finale at San Diego. Okay, so these two guys combined for six yards on three carries. Mm -hmm. Hey, should have known. Question's legit. We didn't get it. That's a stupid. It's on us. That's a stupid question too. Are you that guy after an exam in college? If you didn't get a hundred, you blame the professor. No, no, not if it's a legitimate question. That's a stupid question. Well, see, you just you just prefaced it. Not if it's a legitimate question. That's not Question's a legitimate a question, question. Question is a question. This is making Manchester don't. mad. Oh, I, that's the reason I wanted to do this segment. He is fuming <laughs> right now. He's missed two on this task. He is absolutely beside himself. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I just, I would, I would stay away from number 30. I just would. I, you know, Lindsay, he needs to start his own deal and, and ride his own path. Why would you drum up 30? I don't want to see 30 on him. I want to see another number. It's my opinion. Here we go. Next question. This former Broncos coach was primarily known during his post-playing days career as Joe Namath's backup. Former Broncos coach. Joe Namath's backup. Okay, so he played 60s, 70s, possibly as a quarterback. Wait, wait. It's a confusing question. Give it to me one more time. This former Broncos coach was primarily known during his post-playing days as Joe Namath's backup. So he was he's a Broncos coach at some point. But during former his Broncos coach. post-playing days, he was Joe Namath's backup? Or when he was playing, he was Joe Namath's backup? I don't know. Like, it's he a was poorly worded as question. A coach. Well, fine. He was a Broncos coach after he played. Basically, but this guy played, backed up Joe, Joe Namath and then as coached a, for the Broncos. Okay. That What's would have been name? a hell of a lot more... All right, fine. Whatever. Effective way to write it. Okay, he's got to be in his uh, 70s. Got to be in the 70s. And he was a quarterback's coach. He actually passed no, no, he, away last summer at 87. Oh, um, uh, the guy who got in that fight. The guy, no, 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 the guy who wore number 18. Uh, Trapuca? Frank Trapuca? No. Yeah. I'm going to, Joe Namath's backup. Primarily it's, known as, see, this is a convoluted, poorly worded question. Red Miller. Babe Pirelli. Oh, Babe yes. Pirelli. Sure. Babe Pirelli. God, I knew he was a guy with a vowel. <laughs> Much bad that I missed it. All right, fire through these really quick. That that actually. Right, okay, go. here we go. Hey, real quick though, that's a legitimate question. That one I missed. This N- all right, this NFL head coach once told Case Keesum he'd be nothing more than a third string quarterback. That's O'Brien. That's in his book. That's yeah. easy. Yep. Uh, this Bronco great was the anti-Ted Gregory in that when he arrived at Bronco headquarters, he was two inches taller than his listed height coming out of college rather than two inches shorter as Ted Gregory was. Two inches taller. That could be a lot of guys. That's a vague what question. What former be... Bronco was two inches taller when he reported to Bronco uh, Trevor Kent Price. Thought? I don't know. It's a big name. Um, Ring of a Famer. Big name that could be... Shannon Sharp. Carl Mecklenburg. Nah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a stupid. When this question. Bronco great, last one, when this Bronco great was growing up, his childhood dream was not to become a football player, but a bulldozer operator. Is that Sammy Winder? Yeah. Yep. Mississippi Mud. He went down there and, uh, ran a construction company after that. It's gotta be Sammy Winder. Yep. There you go. Okay. So we missed three of them. We're, we're, we're we missed three. Babe Pirelli was good. a legitimate that's... question. That was a good question. The okay. Dow Howard guy was silly beyond belief. And the number 31 was kind of ridiculous. 
Okay, we we missed three. That's all I know is we, we yeah, you missed, missed three. four. That's gonna hurt you. you missed Mecklenburg, Pirelli, oh, yeah. Mike Bell and Corey Boyd, and Eldon Donahauer. The two who reported to camp two inches taller. Yeah, that's not a question. That's a guess. Who Come the on. heck that could be a lot of know guys. that? That could be a lot of guys. Yeah, 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 must, yeah exactly. Can can Mike yeah. prove that he's the only guy in Broncos history to report yeah. two inches taller than he was listed in the draft? For Mike, sure. Mike, if you're listening, I want more quizzes. We want this on a weekly basis. This is easy fodder for this show. This is going to rile up Manchester like no other. Gosh. We missed four of Mike's questions. How do you feel? I'm going to Reaction. do. I want to do dumbest Cliss tweet of the week. <laughs> I could fill a whole segment. Vic Lombardi show. Uh, the news you may have missed. Big news coming up after this. Wyoming Cowboys football fell to one and one after their home opening loss to Washington State last Saturday afternoon. The Cowboys' non-conference schedule doesn't get any easier Saturday night. Have a day, baby! When Wyoming hits the road to take on the one and home Missouri Tigers of the SEC at Memorial Stadium in Columbia, Missouri. A lot of football. Hey, wake up, man! Let's go! It's Wyoming Missouri College football. Get on that board, baby! Let's go! Saturday at five on ninety-two-five The Wolf. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a hard attack waiting to happen. I got Andrew 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80 some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger. Try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year, and my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly, and K&H will Upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind, so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call k K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. 
Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Well, this time around you are looking at slow traffic still hanging around northbound I-25 Ridgegate Parkway to C-470. Traffic is brought to you by White Castle. Southbound I-25 is slowing. There is an accident reported at I-70 under there, so just watch for some slow traffic. Eastbound I-70 itself is stop and go Harlan through to the Denver Coliseum. Westbound I-70 slowing Quebec through to Vasquez. Did you hear White Castle sliders are in your freezer aisles? In addition to the burgers that made them famous, try one of the new breakfast sliders. Made with real eggs. Pick up White Castle sliders at your grocery today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What made headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. This ball's hit right to center field. Way back. That is uh, AT&T Sportsnet. The Rockies come back to beat the Giants 6-2 last night. Ryan McMahon ties the game at two, two apiece after uh, HW's feeble attempt to get on Toyota Talk. What was your tweet last night that did not make Toyota Talk, HW? I'll, I'll pull it up. It was a bad pun. You were not yes. real pleased about it. No, I'm not because you were reaching, man. Every time I see an HW tweet during a Rockies game, it's always hashtag Toyota Talk. He's always trying to get that local the fame. I, I don't understand how and why you continue to do this. It said Ryan McMahon more like Ryan. Yes, he can. Hashtag okay. Talk. Reaction to that, please, uh, Manchester. Uh, that is terrible. Very that much is so. Really, really bad. Yes. Yeah, I didn't Next. quite make the broadcast. I thought he threw the ball great, especially the fastball. I thought the fastball had you know life down the zone, good location. You know, some low bullets. I, I thought was outstanding. Mixed in some breaking balls. He threw well. And then he just threw the, you know, the one hanging slider that the guy took advantage of. Rockies.com with Bud Black there talking about Herman Marquez who goes, uh, six and two thirds, 11 Ks or 13. I thought he had a career high 13 last night. That, that was a, that was a show that Marquez put forth. Of course, he gave up two bombs. Other than that, he was really good. The Rockies again win. Uh, they're guaranteed a win of the series, series finale today. They're still in first place. I mean, there's been a couple people that been able to wear it after uh, TD. You know, it's an honor to be able to wear it, uh, wear his number, and I just want to, I just want to wear it with pride and uh, do, do do some work with it. That's Phil Lindsay on DenverBroncos.com, uh, paying homage to Terrell Davis by wearing his old number 30. 
Um, I like Phil Lindsay wearing number two. Are they allowed to wear? Are running backs allowed to wear the single digits? There's a weird NFL rule about that, isn't there? Yeah, they're not allowed to do that during Why? the regular season. It's, Why? They have certain numbers that they have to wear. I believe running backs have to be 20s, 30s, or 40s. Hold on a second. That Green Bay dude was wearing number 88. Yeah, because he was originally a a wide receiver. Wide receivers and tight ends can be in the 80s, and then in the in receivers now can be in the tens. That didn't used to be the case. Um, Tight ends have to be, I believe, tight ends have to be 40s or 80s. Yeah, but in this day and age, these multi-purpose backs, you know, Christian McCaffrey, he's almost a receiver. He catches more passes than he runs the ball. What does it matter? See, this is where the NFL is too uptight. Come on. What does it matter? Why? It has to do with when you're trying to figure out uh, what groups are coming in so you can substitute quickly and match them from a defensive standpoint. That's that's where it originally stems from. So it's for the opposing coach to see who's coming onto the field? Yeah. Really? So you're not having to figure out, like, oh, wait, is, is 92 a lineman or what? what is he? Like, that's yes, that's what it's for. Yeah, whatever. It's silly. Next. I'd rather be dead than red. Seriously, here, here's what you got to understand about Nebraska. We got CU, CSU, Air Force, and the Broncos. You know what they got? Nothing. And there's nothing else there for them to do. When they get up every day, that's the only option they have is to get behind that big red. CUBuffs.com. Nobody knows how to stoke the fire more than Bill McCartney talking about Nebraska. He's the guy who made it a red-letter game. He's the guy who introduced us to this rivalry. It was brilliant when he did it. Uh, the rivalry lasted a long, long time. They're going to have to rebuild it, guys. As I mentioned, 2010, the last time Nebraska and Colorado both set foot on the same football field. Going to take some time to renew that spark. Well, it's going to take a CU win to renew the spark here. Right? I mean, if they go up there and, and they win in Lincoln on Saturday... Um, I, there are going to be a lot of people that are fired up, if, without a doubt, without a doubt. You're right. You, you, you know, you said it best. For the health of the rivalry, it's best that CU wins this game. Yes. And I say the same thing about the CU-CSU rivalry. You don't like hearing it, but but for the health of that rivalry, it's always best when CSU wins the game. They, they, they have to win on occasion to show that, hey, this could go either way on a, on an annual basis. Yeah, when it's turned into what the CU CSU game has, where it's just, an, all right, what's the score going to be with the Buffs win here? It becomes kind of boring. Finally, the other big news of the week, uh, Furniture Row Racing. They won the NASCAR Cup Series title with Martin Truex as their driver in 2017. They climbed to the mountaintop. They did it all. They did what you're supposed to do. Uh, they are disassembling. They're, they're going away. Uh, they cannot find a partner. They had five hour energy drink as the, uh, uh, partner and to sponsor the car. They, they, they opted out. And so now, uh, Barney Visser and his group at Furniture Row have decided to, uh, uh, tear it all down. And I feel bad for them. I feel bad for, uh, that team. But this is weird that NASCAR, a sport where the champion can no longer exist. In what other sport does that happen? Yeah, it is, uh, it is bizarre. And I mean, it, you know, 15 years ago, NASCAR was just the, the next big thing. I mean, it was, it was supposed it was, to, remember, it was supposed to rival the NFL. Yeah, it was booming. Part of the issue with them was they had this quirky TV deal where like the first 13 races are on Fox and then 13 are on this channel. And it's just, it's hard to find. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you, you started to realize, uh, every race kind of feels the same. Uh, Murph in Denver helping the cause here on the text line 30933 is our text number 30933. Use it. Uh, the number rationale for 
why running backs have to wear certain numbers actually in place to ID eligible receivers, according to Murph in Denver. No, part of the same part of the same equation. Yes, Who, who's I, who's IDing these eligible the, the refs? Yeah, the but refs? what's funny is they're able to pull it off in college, right? Yeah, you can wear I, any number you want in college football. Not only that, but in college they they have the same number for multiple players. Yeah. There's like so, three number twos on the, on the, on the Buffs roster. I mean, really, you shouldn't have to report as an eligible receiver. The only reason you have to report as an eligible receiver is because you're wearing a number that not, is not normally worn by an eligible receiver, right? Like, it, every time they run a play, Jake Butt doesn't have to check in as an eligible receiver, but if Chad Mustard lines up there, it's 71 who's reported as an eligible receiver, and we have to hear it over and over and over again. So no, that, that's actually backwards. The reporting as an eligible receiver thing, is due to the numbers rule, not it's not the reason for the numbers rule. He's, he's well, got why it do we have to? Why does the NFL constantly have to complicate things? Why uniform code, all that stuff? Just come on, it's a kid's game. Calm uh, down. Otherwise, you end up with anarchy. Look, they, they, oh, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's hard. Oh my to, goodness, it's hard to argue with the results the NFL has produced. They're the they're the biggest show in town. I mean, come on, they're the biggest show in town because they don't allow running backs to wear the number two in part. Okay, yeah. Uh, that brings up another question. Hey, it's like uh, the been, Saban thing. If you don't pay attention to details, the big things fall apart too. I've been saving this one for a couple of weeks, as long as we're talking numbers. Uh, do you know that there are only three numbers in the history of baseball? Three numbers, um, I'm sorry, four, that have not been used during a regular season game? Four numbers in the history of Major League Baseball that have not been worn. Can you name them? Can you come close I mean, just think about this for a second. What would they be? Four I'm not sure why, numbers. but there are four digits. Yeah, four numbers in the history of baseball that have never been worn. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go just as a random guess. Let's go 88. Uh, 69. Okay. Nice. And... <laughs> Supposed to come up with a better one. I'm the only one talking. <laughs> it is radio. I mean, does anybody care to talk? At some point, you have to. At least there's a reason for it. <laughs> anybody else? Anybody else care to? I, d- I did my two, so anybody else? Uh, can Seventy-seven. Feel- Thank you. Somebody else right. chimed in. Uh, Marty, do you have a guess? Four <laughs> numbers unused. Double zero. Okay, you guys are all wrong. Close though, Manchester, with your guess. The numbers 80, 86, 89, and 92. The only numbers never used in a major league game. 80, 86, 89, and 92. Yeah. There's, not that's sure just why. Random. There's no yeah, reason for sure that. Not sure why. I have no idea why. Um, this year, a couple players have worn numbers that have never been worn before. Pat Neshek, you remember him with the Rockies. He decided to jump into number 93. On July 1st, when he pitched a third of an inning against the Nationals, he wore number 93. Uh, that was unused for a while. Another dude showed up in number 90, which was unused for a while. So those big numbers, I guess baseball players don't love them that much. Uh, pitchers and relief pitchers use them all the time. So there's your numbers history. There you go. I learned a little bit in football and a little bit in baseball during the course of this show. It's the top of the hour. When we come back, we'll talk a little Nuggets basketball with our resident NBA guy, Adam Morris of DenverStiffs.com, as we broadcast live from the Super 8 Motel here in Longmont.
Stick it on. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoff is at 8.30 with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all sports station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. One hour to go as uh, we end the show today. We continue our walk, our journey from Fort Collins to Pepsi Center. Uh, Kyle Keep and myself uh, to raise awareness in the words of Kyle, just raising general awareness. If you need to be aware of something, just follow us on our walk. We're going to walk through uh, CU Boulder this afternoon at some point and, and go to Broomfield after that. Uh, don't you live on the northern part of town, Adam Morris? Maybe you should meet us at some point. North, northeast part of town. I might be adding uh, extra miles to your walk if you if you come this way, Vic. Well, I, I didn't suggest me coming your way. The other way around. <laughs> Perhaps you meeting us. Gotcha. I'm on my way. Just so you guys know, for those listening to the show, Yesterday, we had a group of kids from um, Special Olympics meet up with us, and we uh, handed them some prizes. They gave us some stuff. If you do show up along the way at certain spots, we have tickets to give away. We we are giving stuff out. So it's not just us saying, hi, how you doing, and asking for handouts, but we're giving stuff away. So if you're interested in joining us on this walk at some point, find us. Uh, may have a T-shirt in hand and may have some uh, some tickets to games, Avs and Nuggets. A couple Nuggets fans came up to me yesterday as we're walking, and they're excited. Can you sense it, Adam? I, I mean, I do. I and it's not just because we're we're basketball guys, right? We're jonesing for a season, but there is a right. general excitement in this team, and you can tell by the ticket sales. I've talked to the ticket people at uh, KSE, and they are going through the roof right now. They're among the leaders in the NBA in ticket sales going into the season from last year. You know, it's funny. I, I keep asking myself this because obviously I'm in the the weeds with with the NBA and and in some degrees kind of in a bubble of, of diehard NBA fans. But that bubble keeps getting bigger and bigger, and and I absolutely sense the uh, enthusiasm for the season, unlike any I have over the last five years. I mean, I've been covering the league for five years. This is far and away the most I think fans have been, I'm going to use your word, jonesing for, for the Nuggets to return and just kind of excited for the season. So uh, part of that, I think, is because the team is in a place that's very exciting. They're fun to watch, and I think everybody's kind of believing, you know, buying into this team, making the playoffs and turning a corner this year. But part of it, I think, is just the general uh increase in NBA fans uh, across the country. I think the NBA has done a great job of marketing their product and, and growing their fan base. Okay, uh, specifically to the uh, Nuggets, you mentioned the playoff potential and all that business, but there's there's got to be other reasons because when you look at the landscape of the NBA, nothing's really changed at the top here, Adam. We we all expect right. Golden State to repeat, right? We all expect Houston to be there at some point in the end. We, we have certain expectations of the elite teams if the Nuggets are not expected to compete on that elite level, why so much, why so much uh, excitement about this team? I love that question, Vic. Because for starters, I think there's a lot to like about the NBA that goes beyond just who's going to win the championship in any given year. There's always great sub stories. 
great night, uh, you know, just great storylines to follow. But this is, I think, the biggest thing is what, what people think is a bug is really a feature about the NBA. Yeah, there's only maybe five, six teams this year that, that have a realistic shot at winning the championship, and the Nuggets are not one of those, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, people look at the NBA, the, the diehard fans look at the NBA, and you look at it in almost like three- or four-year blocks, and you think, okay, where is Denver at on their journey to building a contender? I think this Nuggets team, for one, it's very likable. They play a fun style. They've got a lot of great young pieces that are, you know, quote-unquote homegrown, you know, drafted and been with the team. But also, I just think you look at the last two, three years, and you kind of see a very linear improvement, a very linear move in the right direction. And I think for fans, they enjoy this step in the process, this, man, this team looks like they're just a couple years away from being a contender, maybe maybe as little as one year away. And they look at this season as the season that, the team maybe makes a jump from 46 to 50 wins from the nine seed to maybe the, the four five or six seed. And, and I think that's just such a big step that fans are excited to see it. And fans are excited for Denver, maybe not to compete for a championship, but to start to throw their hat in the ring of that short list of teams that, that, that can compete for a championship. I've asked you this before, and I just wonder now if we make too much of it. We know who the starting five will be. We we can guess the starting five. We we understand what yeah. the starting five. But how is Michael Malone going to manage the finishing five, which is much yeah. more important in my eyes in the NBA? How do you do that on a game-to-game basis when one of the guys who's not going to start is used to finishing games, and that's Isaiah Thomas? I think it's Michael Malone's toughest, maybe his toughest job this year is figuring out how to close lineups, and and I'll tell you this: I think Jamal Murray is going to close most games. I mean, I maybe all games, but I think certainly most. And the reason I think that is twofold: for one, he is uh you know the, one of the pieces of the future of the Nuggets, and I think they're invested in him getting those reps and, and, and sort of growing. If you see where he was at the beginning of last year and the end of last year, it just was incredible the leap he made. I think he's going to make another one this year, but also. Isaiah Thomas, as great as he is on offense, he can be, especially late in games, he can be a real liability on defense just because of his size. He's, he's very difficult to, uh, or he's very easy for other teams to sort of exploit in the pick and roll. And so is Nikola Jokic. So there's almost this: if you go with Isaiah Thomas to close, does that mean you have to bring Jokic off, you know, off of the floor? Also, I don't think Denver would do that. So I think I, I think it's more nights than not. It's probably going to be an easy decision for Malone there. What do you think the decision will be on Paul Millsap, who is essentially working in the final year of his contract? What, what does Paul Millsap have yeah. to do to earn another deal in Denver? You know, so he has a, a team option. The team the next year could elect to pick up the team option of $30 million. Uh, but I don't think they're going to do that. I've always thought at the end of this year, Denver is going to either allow him to walk and become a free agent and, and thank you for your two years. You helped us get to this point and, and, and now we'll move on. Or they, they'll look at it and say, hey, you know, this is where the, it really gets fun. The team's turned the corner. They're going to be a contender for the next several years. We'd love to have you aboard, but let's restructure that deal. Maybe right now, next year, he would be paid uh, $31 million. They could say, you know what, instead we'll give you three years, $40 million, so less per year but a longer-term contract. And, you know, depending on how how it goes, Paul Millsap's made a lot of money in his career. 
he's sort of in, in the in the final stage of uh, of his career. It might be one of those things where a successful year building towards something, he says, yeah, I want to be a part of that long term, even if that means coming off the bench or whatever, and, and they and they work out a deal that way. So I suspect that'll be what happens. At the end of the year, they renegotiate that contract and get it longer terms or longer but shorter every year. Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com. Did you uh, see what quietly happened here last week? And not, not quite in the NBA circles, but uh, the Lakers finally did away with uh, – Luol Deng's uh, contract, they managed that buyout, <laughs> which means next season, not this season, but next season, the Lakers will have the funds for another max contract. It's convenient, isn't it, how the Lakers are quietly <laughs> building another super team? Well, you know, I think a lot of people, myself included, expected the Lakers to build a super team this year, and, and it didn't work out. Obviously, they added LeBron James, so they're going to be a good team, but the plan was clearly to add Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you know, multiple pieces and, and try to contend right away. So as much as I think, yeah, the Lakers are in position to be able to add another big piece or two next year, and I think they, they almost certainly will be a very good team, the NBA's changed. And it's changed in, the, in this way that there's a lot of talent, but also t- players want to know they're going to go someplace where the, where the team is ready to compete and, 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 you know, all the pieces are in place. And I'm just – I think the Lakers have a good shot of getting to that point, but I don't think it's a guarantee. Some of the young pieces, you know, Lonzo Ball, who's, who I really, really like, he's got a couple fatal flaws. That jump shot is a real fatal flaw. If he doesn't make improvements this year, you know, are players clamoring to go play alongside him? Uh, Brandon Ingram, same thing, a skinny guy who, who has a couple fatal flaws. So I, the Lakers are in position to, to make a splash. But they were in position last summer to, or this summer to make a splash and they didn't. So they, it's very possible they could flame out again next year. Hey, off the wall question here. I'm reading this article from Darren Ravel about how the NFL projects to make billions on this uh, gambling market that's about to emerge, uh, as soon as sports wagering is allowed in each state. Uh, he projects yeah. the number of 2.3 billion. What do you think the NBA is going to do? What, what kind of, uh, what kind of inventive, unique stuff will the NBA appeal to? Because they're really on the cutting edge when it comes to this. In fact, Adam Silver, if you recall, was the first commissioner to mention embracing gambling. The NBA has been working behind the scenes for several years because I think they've seen not just how much money there is, but I think there's something like 95% of all sports bets in this country are done illegally, you know, through some kind of offshore bookie or, or, or out of the country. So I think they see that there's a lot of money to be made, and they've been laying the tracks to, uh, to, to participate in whatever process it is when it, when it becomes legal, whether that is uh, working directly with the, uh, with the casinos to provide the most up-to-date, accurate uh, information to make live in-game wagers, uh, and just trying to, so that whenever those floodgates open, they not only have their hand, you know, in the pie, but they also can sort of help control and regulate, uh, you know, that field. And, and so I think the NBA is much, even more so than the NFL is, is going to be prepared for whenever the, that those opportunities arise. And you're going to see casino sponsorships. I think you're going to see betting through your cell phone in real time at sporting events. And just the convenience of it all, I think, is going to become quite uh, ubiquitous in the next com- in the upcoming years. All right, Adam, as an elite athlete yourself, how do I deal with this uh, blister that's emerged on my left <laughs> toe? 
What did you do in your playing days to deal with these blisters? I think you got to take a page from Jamal Murray's book, and and, and it's all uh, meditation. It, you know, it's all in the mind, Vic. You gotta you gotta channel your inner Bruce Lee and and rise above it. Dude, you know me well enough. If there's one person who cannot meditate, I have the focus of a goldfish. I don't know how those people do it. Seriously, like when you do that yoga class and they ask you to just shut your eyes, I fall asleep every single time. Every time. (laughs) I'm with you, Vic, actually, to be honest with you, man. I I grew up in the technology age, so I have have ADHD uh, times a thousand. I mean, I, I, kudos to those of you who can do that. Like, I was watching Hard Knocks, and they, they had that one tight end trying to make the team for Stanford, and he's sitting on a park bench, shutting his eyes, meditating. Dude, I'd be, I'd be in a prone position on the ground, fast asleep. I, I don't know how they do it. Whatever. Adam, thanks for the time, as usual. Adam Mars, DenverStiffs.com, joins us on a weekly basis talking NBA. Thanks, buddy. All right, uh, plenty more from the, uh, Super 8 Motel. As we get ready to embark on this, uh, well, it's going to be more than 23 miles today because we are audible. Audible is on. Omaha, we're going through Boulder. If you're on the Boulder CU campus today, expect to see Vic and Kyle walking the campus uh, with phones asking you what to expect of this CU-Nebraska game. The rivalry is on. I want to know what you think. Are you into this rivalry like Manchester is? He's taking an RV to Lincoln for crying out loud. He's going to be one of uh, many CU fans. Here's what I love about Nebraska football. Chew on this as we go to break. It's one of the rare places where the opposing team, no matter how big a team it is, no matter how much tradition goes into that game, you will never see uh, the opposing team have a huge section of fans at, at that stadium. It doesn't happen. Last year, I remember watching Notre Dame, Georgia, and I was somewhat embarrassed because all the Georgia red was in Notre Dame Stadium. That never happens in Lincoln. No way, no how. They love their Huskers. They will never let the opposing fan base uh, take one from them. Never. Uh, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this. Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Man, you're going to hate my hot take. Oh, you're going to hate mine too. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people for a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Labor Day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. If you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French door refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. 
years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mount High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High Appliance in Louisville, your favorite appliance store. And now on Littleton. Thank you. Jokic for three. Dilly, oh dilly. Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchained now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now. Dribble drive all the way. Coming underneath. Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every ship. Uh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member friend driving trucks and they want more time at home tell them about the opportunity to drive for safeway distribution center located at colorado boulevard and i-70 they only need two years of all season or mountain driving experience with tractor trailer equipment and a class a cdl safeway is a company you can retire from plus the pay health benefits and retirement plan are all outstanding the starting pay for drivers is 25.56 per hour and if you apply today at safewaydenverdc.com you could receive a potential bonus of up to twelve thousand five hundred dollars for job requirements and to apply Log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. Real egg, savory sausage, and melty cheese calling you? Detour to White Castle for a $3 breakfast combo. No time to stop? Add new breakfast lighters to your grocery list. Now at White Castle and in your freezer aisles. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is fantastic. Family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, I'm getting all kinds of suggestions via the text line 30933. Vic, pop the blister, wrap it in Luco tape, take a few ibuprofen, you'll forget it's even there. Okay, it's step number one that's an issue, people, popping the blister. I tried to pop it last night with a paper clip and failed miserably. I mean, I'm trying trying to do surgery with this thing. Kyle's looking over it. We can't pop this blister. It's like my skin is shark skin. I can't find anything to get through the skin. What do I do now? There's not I like can't a. Pop it. There's not like a. You know the little sewing kit that they put sometimes in the in the bathroom at a hotel, like in case you lose a button. Dude, we're it, at the Super Eight. There's not a needle on that. You can just. Kyle, can you find a sewing kit somewhere? Find a sewing kit. He's out, he's off to find a sewing. I'm popping this thing before we walk. There's no way I'm going today without popping this thing. I can't pop it. Did they? I can't get past step one. Did they provide you with like a continental breakfast? Oh yeah, we did. I actually, they have one of those uh, cool waffle makers. Yeah. Where they give you the uh, the stuff and then you you turn it over. I was out there this morning. It's one of yeah. the weird things I overly I enjoy those. in life. <laughs> I too. love the free breakfast at a at a just a random hotel like in Kearney, yeah. Nebraska. 
And you know what I don't love? This is the source of every argument we have on the road, my wife and I. So we go to these hotels, motels, whatever you want to call them, and they get the free breakfast. So, of course, I I participate. I imbibe. Yes. She's always, oh, well, we're going to go to breakfast somewhere. What do you mean we're going to breakfast? We have breakfast. Oh, no, we're not having that. Why not? What, are you too good for the waffle maker? Yeah, I'm with you, Vic, especially when you have little kids because it's like, great, it's free. They're going to eat about half of it. I, I, I can't stand paying for breakfast with the whole crew, so I'm 100% with you. I mean, if you're too good for the Super 8 waffle maker, sorry, I don't want to hang with you. <laughs> I could not agree more. In fact, I'm like, hey, Kyle, grab me another waffle. Or don't like, make me that face either. When they have the English muffins and you can run them through that like conveyor belt toaster and then yeah. they slide off and then you take the little packet of peanut butter and put it on there. Oh, yeah. Just makes my morning. Um, I don't want to get too gross, but I'm, I'm having some issues popping this thing. And, and a lot of people on, on the text line, listen, I'm not sure if you guys are just making fun of me, trying to take advantage of me because I'm not very street smart. I get it. Uh, a lot of people are suggesting duct tape. Now you being honest. Like, you want me to duct tape my toe? Seriously? Well, dude, you did 20, 28 miles yesterday, and you said you have, what, 31 today or something? Yeah. You're going to need duct tape, because by mile four, this thing's going to be killing you. You wouldn't want to not complete the walk because of a blister. Yeah, well, you know I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to stop walking because of a blister. I mean, I'll, I'll have to take the toe. You can Ronnie lot this sucker. Which toe is it? it after today. It's the left big toe. Oof. That is it's my no pivot good. foot. That's a key toe. Yeah, that is a, yeah, of yeah. the toes. That's vital. <laughs> Find a power rank set yeah. toes. <laughs> the left big toe is in the top two. Again, our power five question of the day. <laughs> what annoying little injury do we not understand when it happens to athletes? Uh, the turf toe is among the big ones. Uh, when you hear turf toe, do you think big deal, right? It is a big deal. Turf toe is probably one of the more devastating injuries you can get. Yeah, turf toe and hip pointer, I think, are two of my favorites so far. Uh, three nine three six says, Vic, can you compare and contrast your stay at the Super Eight with the trips you take with the Nuggets? <laughs> That's a smart listener right there. A little behind the scenes. Oh, so <laughs> when you're on the road, we're ch- we're watching you in Google Hangout, basically like FaceTime. <laughs> The background today is distinctly different than the Ritz Carlton in LA. How would you describe this background? <laughs> it is as gray a wall as you could yeah. possibly have. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, a slightly askew, uh, cheap picture and some drapes that, oh, if those drapes could talk, yeah. the stories yeah. they would tell. They've seen some things. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I, I am not, I am not a hotel snob. Okay. I'm not. I, I'll sleep anywhere. Honest to God, you give me a bed, it doesn't matter to me. But I did have a pill fall on the carpet here, and I chose not to take the pill. <laughs> I chose to pass. Yeah, what is the random rack behind you in the corner? Like, what is that? What is that shelf? Rack. Yeah, there's like a white shelf thing. Like, oh, yeah, I see it now. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, <laughs> not sure. Not sure. It's just a <laughs> I would not have slept a wink. Yeah, I was fine. Dude, when you're oh. tired, you will sleep anywhere. It doesn't, know, it doesn't man. matter. And I will participate in every free breakfast that comes with it. So I'm a ho- tonight we're staying, we're, we're staying at, um, A Loft. Is that how you pronounce it? A Loft? Yeah, a Loft. Field? That's at, uh, Arista right next to First Bank Center. You will have yeah. a much different experience at A Loft. 
Okay, well, do they have a, a you know what we need? I need a hot tub. I need a tub mm, of some sort. Not sure. You know, we were, I planned on taking an ice bath last night when we got here. Um, no, that wasn't happening. Uh-uh. We my, went straight to three margaritas and we, we went margarita baths. My guess is you had a, a bathtub shower with a curtain? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We had one of those weird suction cup things that you uh, put on the floor for traction. Oh, gosh. So between 28 miles and three margaritas, I can see why you slept well. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I did watch the Rockies game last uh, night at three margaritas. We told them to, to, to give me some sound, and the sound was in Spanish, so I didn't understand what Drew was saying, but whatever. I, 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 wanna, I want your thoughts again. Because my only reaction to that game last night, it was so much fun watching them, you know, it was toe to toe and, uh, having Dahl hit that home run to tie it and then McMahon tie it up again and then the breakthrough inning. Uh, my only question after that game was, did you need to burn Wade Davis in the ninth? Did you need to burn him with a 6-2 lead? And it's easy after the fact. It's easy as a fan to say, well, that was sort of a waste because you know, the Dodgers are coming to town. Because what if they threw Oberg in there and Oberg gives up the lead suddenly and they lose that game? We'd be barking up a different tree today. Why would you not use Wade Davis? Uh, in hindsight, was it the right move? Mm, I think Bud just wanted to trot the closer out there, save situation or not, and just ignore the fact that he wasn't going to get the save in the stat column and just work him in the bot or the top of the ninth because that's where he likes to work his closer. Remember, they're off on Thursday, fellas. So they just have the game tonight, and then they're off Thursday, a rare home off day. All right, Wade, so we're Wade Davis is going to get deal. plenty of rest. Okay. So. Well, there you go, then. Then you've answered our question, because um, I, I think I'm right in saying it'd been a, a, a much bigger mistake had he trotted Oberg out there or somebody else, and they blew the lead, then we'd be wondering, what the hell was Bud Black thinking? Exactly. I mean, is it fair to say that, Manchester? Yeah, okay, sure. And and I guess you just go with, look, do whatever you have to do to get to get the win. doesn't matter what the score is. Put your best guy out there, get the outs, go home. Okay, that that is one side of it. But that begs the question, why was Scott Oberg even up? Why was he ready? If they had gotten runs in the bottom of the eighth and made it more of a laugher. Seven, two, eight, two, nine, two, you probably go to Oberg. So a five run lead? What's the difference? Five versus four. What's the difference at that point? Yeah. It's still not a save opportunity. To me, you just gotta have a really simple rule. When it's a save opportunity, it's Wade Davis. When it's not a save opportunity, you go with gas can du jour. Isn't the bigger storyline though that Ryan McMahon hit another clutch home run last night? How many times is this guy gonna come up in the late innings and hit a bomb uh, for this Rockies. I mean, you guys are focused on this Davis Oberg thing. I think the bigger story is that McMahon off the bench right now is a, is a real weapon for no, this. No, I, I think you're right. And last night was their best starting lineup. Their best starting lineup is David Dahl in left field. Uh, and this isn't an anti Matt Holiday thing by any re, by any means, but that's their best starting lineup. They're better when Ian Desmond starts it at first than McMahon, but that gives them McMahon, Para, and Holiday coming off the bench. Those are three pretty good bats. And, and Ionetta you could throw in there if you're just looking for a veteran to, to put up there. Cause I, I would prefer Walters behind the plate. That's their best starting lineup, what they put out there last night. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading some of these texts right now. South Shreveport Paul. So now Vic thinks, uh, Drew does the game in two languages. <laughs> I don't think you're listening to Drew's I call. I couldn't understand what Drew was saying. <laughs> Might be my favorite Vic Lombardi comment of all time. <laughs> the game was not broadcast in English on this specific television. We told them to turn it up, and we got a Spanish broadcast. I, I, I don't know. who Who's doing the broadcast if it's in Spanish? 
If it's in Spanish, is that not Drew? What do they pre-tape it or something? Ooh, look at this. Kyle just re-entered the room. Guys, do you see what Kyle brought me? Look at this. He brought I, me a fish hook to pop my blister. Oh gosh. Did you get that for some local fisherman? I'm just Walmart? I'm just glad another look behind the curtain. I'm just glad he finally put a shirt on. That thirty minute yeah. pamping around without a shirt was a bit much. <laughs> he brought me a fish hook and another waffle from the waffle maker. <laughs> Dude, we're going big on calories. You wouldn't believe how much food that uh Kyle consumed last night at three margaritas. Dude, he had like three plates of burritos. He had some, uh, I mean, it was ugly. What he put down last night, my goodness. The like, Super again. 8 and 3 margaritas are loving this show today. They're getting more pub. <laughs> hey, dude, Aloft's going to get it tonight. Yeah. Aloft, get ready. Uh, one of the texters says, speaking of drapes that would talk, uh, that Aloft and Broomfield has some great stories. Enjoy. Source, Broomfield Cop. All right, thanks for listening. We'll be there tonight. Uh, another one that says, do not pop the blister. Slide the needle in from the side about a half inch out. Half inch out? How big do you think my toe is? Half inch? You want me to start this on the, on the foot? Whatever. We'll see if it works. Uh, it's break time. It's 929 in Metro Denver. When we come back, the Broncos, the Seattle Seahawks. What do we know about the Hawks? Are they even close to the team that we remember? See, I think they're living on legacy. I think they're living on reputation. Is this defense as good as we think it is? We'll find out. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. 2019 Elitch Gardens season passes are on sale now. And it includes the 2018 Fright Fest. Pays for itself in just two visits. And they're available online now at elitchgardens.com. The City of Aurora and Colorado State Bank and Trust present Pumpkin Chunkin', a competition and festival like no other. October 6th and 7th at Arapahoe Park Racetrack. Get more info now at altitude950.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds, my weight 265, and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to Andro 400. 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Jokic for three Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. The number one cause of death in your home is radon. Radiation from radon damages your DNA, causing cancer. Deadly radon radiation detection and prevention is highly specialized. Don't trust your health or your family's health to anyone but the experts at Ace Radon. 
Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. My trusted team has protected Colorado families, schools, and businesses from the deadly effects of radon. More than half of all homes and businesses in Colorado have insidious, cancer-causing radon levels. Let us help ensure the health and safety of your family. Race to Ace this fall to find out once and for all if you're being exposed to radon. Ace is offering a radon inspection and test starting at only $50. Protect yourself and your loved ones from radon radiation. Race to AceRadon.com, the most referred and qualified radon company in Colorado. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind. So you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white. And K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free and just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. You know, it starts with that quarterback, and he's a he's a very, very special player. You know, so he's a guy we have to contain and pursue and, and uh, you know, tackle in space. And, you know, I mean, he's... He takes a special game plan to beat him because if you don't have those things intact, he will beat you. Vance Joseph, DenverBroncos.com. It's game week. Uh, today the locker room opens. Broncos will talk. We'll discuss how they will uh, strategize against the uh, Seattle Seahawks this Sunday at uh, Mile High Stadium. Fellas, um, Seahawks aren't the same team. Uh, they, they still got Russell Wilson, though, which is why I think it's going to come down to it. It's going to come down to the very end. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm not ready to give you my prediction yet. I think the Broncos will win, so there it is. But I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to the final minutes. I think Russell Wilson is the very reason why all these people saying it's going to be an easy bro- – what? Easy? There's nothing easy about this team. Nothing easy about this game. Nothing easy when you play Russell Wilson. You guys agree? Um, I think you're putting too much stock in Seattle's reputation, too. Just Let's play this game real quick. Uh. Running back, tight end, two starting receivers. Four skill position guys that Russell Wilson has to work with. How many of them can you name? Okay. How many Doug did Baldwin. he have? How many did he, how many did he have when he was winning, uh, when he got to the Super Bowl? Well, he had, he had Marshawn Lynch. It was pretty good. Yeah. And, and right, Paul, Paul Richardson was pretty good. Uh, Jimmy Graham in recent years was, was pretty good. I mean, they've got Doug Baldwin, who's been there. Jerron Brown is their other starting receiver. Okay. 
and their starting running back is a guy by the name of Chris Carson, seventh round pick last year. Their starting tight end is Nick Vanette. I, I've never heard of these guys. Like, I mean, he didn't have a great supporting cast. Um, these guys are, are like the, the roster in the movie Major League. Like, who are yeah. these well, guys? Well, he's also got Brandon Marshall up there and Tyler Lockett. So those are the second string receivers, I mean, correct? Marshall's old; he's 34. But see if he's got anything left. But I mean, the, that the is issue, a... the issue in Seattle, much like Denver, has always been the offensive line, and he's been running for his life. That's been addressed. They've done better with their offensive line repair job than the Broncos have. I mean, look at their old line. Sure. Look at who they've added. They've done better. They've addressed that. They, now they brought in Dwayne Brown elite? from Houston and DJ Fluker yes. from the Giants via San yes. Diego. They've done some things to fix the problem. Now, I, I think those special guys, those uh, skilled guys that you just mentioned, they automatically will get better with a better offensive line. And I don't think people, I don't think we give enough credit to the most important position on the team, and that is up front. If you fix it up front, everybody else gets better automatically. Perhaps. No, I, I'm with you. It, it does help. And, you know, it doesn't matter how good your skill position guys are. If you can't block anybody, it's, it's moot. But look, look, that team has been good for five or six years based on their defense. Start naming for me the guys you knew off of that defense. Most of them aren't there. It's Bobby Wagner yeah. and a bunch of guys. I mean, the, the uh, Legion of Doom, gone. All four of them. I mean, their defensive backs are... Shaquille Griffin, Brad McDougad, Tedrick Thompson, CU guy, and Nico Thorpe. I mean, what? This is, I mean, it's not the same Seahawks. It's not even close. No Richard Sherman, no Earl Thomas, no Cam Chancellor. I mean, it's not the same group at all. No Michael Bennett. Having said all of that, and I don't disagree, it's going to be a close game and it's going to come right down to it. That's a guarantee. You think the Broncos are going to win this game going away? Yeah. You I actually think, have those notions in your head? I think the Broncos are very good in September at home. It was the same thing we saw last year when they started three and one because they played three of those remember, four games at home. Do you remember? Do you, okay. Let's just rewind to last year and I'm going to give you a quick and easy history lesson. Do you remember how the Broncos beat the Chargers in the game in the season opener? Yeah. And the Chargers later in the year blanked them 21 nothing and the Chargers yeah, but, were the best team in the division. Okay, all I'm saying is, even the in the, the game year. that people expect to win easily, okay, that Chargers game that the Broncos won, they were 1-0, it took a Shelby Harris blocked field goal to win that game. Yeah, and they also boat race Dallas here because it's a altitude game and the hot weather and teams aren't ready to go. I mean, the, the Broncos have a distinct advantage playing at home in week one. It's a ginormous advantage. Teams don't prepare during the preseason. They're not used to playing at all, let alone playing at altitude. It's a big advantage to open at home. The Broncos will win on on Sunday. So you think they'll win and win comfortably? Yes. Hmm. Yes. This Seattle team is not any good. Man, Manchester, psychologically, I don't know how to read you anymore. I really don't. I thought thought you'd give us a, whoa, it's going to be a... No, race the other way around. I'm only pessimistic or something someone would call negative when that's reality. I'm a realist. The reality is Seattle is not a very good team, and it's week one in Denver. That's a huge benefit. Broncos have the advantage at almost every position other than quarterback. They they have the advantage. But 
at the most important position, though. You're right. You just said it. At the most important position. Yeah. If you have the advantage there, you can make do. You can do things differently. You can, he can twirl around back there for seven seconds and find a receiver. Correct. That's why the skill positions, when you, when you draw that up, I, it doesn't matter when you have that guy at your, at your quarterback. It doesn't matter. I don't care who you throw out there. Well, look, unless, unless Russell Wilson makes a couple of those plays where you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how he did that. There's two guys in the league who can make that play. Unless he has two or three of those, Seattle's not coming in here and winning. He's not. They're not. Seattle's over under win total in Vegas is at eight. It's the third in the division. The Rams are at ten. The Niners are at nine. So Vegas doesn't even think this team is a playoff team. I think that, I think one of the easier bets in Vegas is Seattle in the under. They don't get to eight wins. They don't. Well, you, you got to say this though, given the schedule and the way it plays out, and you, you do have that Seattle team, and then Oakland, it's, it seems to be a mess. You got to win these first two. You got to be two and zero. If eight and eight is even an option, you got to be two and zero as a Bronco. Agreed? Yes, yes. I mean, it, it, their their season starts off pretty easy, just like it did last year. They have to be three and one out of the out of the gate. Um, although I am not as convinced that the Raiders are as big of a dumpster fire and mess as everybody else seems to think. Uh, they, I'm not saying they're a dumpster fire. They're not as good as they were a year ago. You have to acknowledge that. They just lost their best defensive player. They lost one of the top defensive players in the league. Yeah. How are they better? Uh, I'm not going to say they're better, but here's the one Here's the one way in which they're better, significantly better than they were last year. Derek Carr is back, and he's 100% healthy. He okay. wasn't last year. He wasn't Derek Carr last year. For so, every better, there's a worse, too. They have a coach that hasn't coached in a long time. And are we mm. sure he's up to speed? Are I, we sure he's up to speed? I would take John Gruden off of a 10-year coma over Jack Del Rio. It's not like he hasn't been paying attention to football for 10 years. I, I mean, John Gruden, boy, they gave him a $100 million to coach that team. And all of a sudden now, he hasn't even coached a game. And almost universally, everybody wants to say, oh, this guy's a boob. He doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, sorry, I'm not gonna buy that. I, I think yeah, I John know. Gruden knows what he's doing. There's a lot of that groupthink when it comes to John yes. Gruden. Yes. Yeah, he managed to figure it out in Tampa and did it so in a hurry. Uh, when we come back, final thoughts on the show. Just want everybody to know that, uh, we'll be walking to Broomfield today. And, uh, if you want to find us for sure, we will be found at a precious child. Uh, and if you know anything about a precious child, KC, KSC's been working with this group for a while. Uh, the seventh annual Give Sports, which is a uh, thing we do where we gently give away used, gentle sports equipment. It's a drive we've been doing for quite some time. You see those barrels there when you walk into the uh, KSC radio? Where yep. You see those big barrels? Uh, those are all used sports equipment items that uh, we've been collecting for quite some time. It's the uh, it's the drive, the seventh annual Give Sports drive. Uh, it runs uh, from uh, uh, today through September 8th. Uh, you can find us in the parking lot there at Pepsi Center, uh, where if you want to give equipment, gently used sports equipment, make a difference, show up at Pepsi Center. You can show up today at, at Precious Child. We'll be there by the end of the day. 5.30, Kyle, correct? 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, we will walk to Precious Child in Broomfield. That's where we're ending our walk today. Now, I told you that we're going to make a right turn and go through Boulder. We're going to make it happen. Don't worry about it. You're all worried. Yeah, you can meet us at the First Bank Center as well. We got a couple stops to make today. We're walking a good 30 miles. We'll get there, blister and all. Blister has been popped, by the way. Have I announced that yet? It has been popped. We're good. Final segment coming up. 
Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join the Urology Center of Colorado for the ninth annual Blue Shoe Run for Prostate Cancer on Saturday, just north of Mile High Stadium at the Urology Center of Colorado. Get more info at blueshoerun2018.com. The seventh annual Give Sports Equipment Drive is Saturday. Bring new and gently used sports equipment to the Pepsi Center from 9 to 11.30 a.m. to give children in need the opportunity to play sports. Get more info now at altitude950.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! Yeah, he the score! He's in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! Hey car lovers, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of a Pro Tour car? A Pro Tour car is the melding of a classic like a 69 Camaro with a totally clean burning modern engine with new suspension and electronics. The result is an eco-friendly, fast, fun, and reliable car. Let us help you build your dream car. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Labor Day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, President of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of French door refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. 
Be sure to visit us at our brand new state-of-the-art showroom in Littleton. Years in the making, but worth the wait. Unlike anything you've ever seen. Stop by for amazing Labor Day deals all week. Get to Mount High Appliance today and experience the difference. Open seven days a week. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. And now in Littleton, thank you. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right. I don't know where to go with this, guys. I, I, I apologize. My sincere apologies. I can't see right now. Um, I'm, I'm rubbing random gels into my feet and my back. Um, I don't know what this stuff is. It's like Ben Gay. It's got that smell to it. And I, and I thought it, for a second there, I thought I was rubbing, uh, sunscreen into my face and I accidentally rubbed this into my eyes. So I cannot see. Just give me 30 seconds. Can you guys carry the show? Give me 30 seconds of your best right now. I can't see at this moment. I've got to, I've got to wash this out. All right. I will give you 30 seconds. My last thought on the Broncos that we didn't get to last segment. I think Manchester will agree. James, we all assume the Broncos will get out to a good start because of the favorable schedule. If they get out to a poor start somehow, changes could happen and they could happen quick. Yeah, they're they're toast if they get off to a slow start. They have to start three and one, and then you know you got confidence and things can start to snowball in the right direction. If they start off poorly, two and two or worse, uh, it's hard to it's hard to imagine a scenario in which they get above five hundred. Or year. it's hard to imagine a scenario where their head coaches retain the entire season. Correct. Yeah. All right. Was that thirty seconds for you? Thank you for that thirty seconds. Uh, much appreciated. It still hasn't fixed my eyes, but I've got something in my eyes right now, and it's not going away. Maybe this will take the discomfort from my foot, take it to my eyes, and I'm all good. Maybe that was the notion there. That was stupid. How stupid was that right there? Uh, it wasn't your smartest move. No, but I st- I'm rubbing stuff all over my body. Just to, You're supposed to rub stuff on your body, and I accidentally went straight to my face with it. Uh, sunscreen's vital, by the way, when you're doing stuff like this. Uh, Rockies today, who do they have on the hill? Who are they facing? It is the series finale against the Giants. Sweeping the Giants would be a bonus. I don't expect sweeps this time of year. I expect winning series. If you can finish this off, it's a good thing. Who do they have? They got Sensatella on the hill tonight against Suarez. I'm actually going to disagree with you, Vic. You got to sweep the bad teams. You got the Dodgers and Diamondbacks coming into town. Just win series. All right, so they lose tonight. The Dodgers win, and they're no longer in first. You're going to go, yeah, it's all good. They won the series. Let me, let me let me concoct a scenario for you. Would you rather have them sweep the Giants and lose two out of three to the Dodgers or take two out of three from the Giants and two out of three from the Dodgers? I'd rather have rather? the latter, way, but I didn't know it worked that way. I didn't well, know what saying, they do tonight has any bearing of the three against L.A. I'm just – just win series. That's it. Win That's field day, series. dude. That's field day. It's not field it. day. I just told you. Take two out of three from the Giants, and then two out of three from the Dodgers, and then two out of three from the Diamondbacks. All's good. Let me break the tie for you. Going into the series, I'm with Vic. It's, hey, just win the series. When you win the first two and you have a chance to sweep it, now it moves into HW's camp of, you gotta, you gotta sweep the leg. You gotta. You gotta. You got a chance well, to it, sweep a bad team that just wants to get out of Dodge. They want to get on a bird and have some cordon blue. Sweep the series. If you gave me the preference, I'd say, of course, of course, sweep the series, of course. But I'm not going to panic if they don't, is all I'm saying. I think it's big psychologically to be in first place when the Dodgers come into town. If you lose tonight, you probably won't be in first. 
I, I think there's a, it was big for them to hold on to the first place lead for more than 24 hours, do it again today, and go into Friday night. The first place Rockies are trying to bury the Dodgers. That's how I'd Who's like to see it. Who's your starting left fielder today, by the way? I assume they'll go back to Holiday. Um, but why, Manchester would want Dahl. Why has Parra just fallen completely out of favor? He doesn't, he doesn't get any at bats? I mean, he's a pinch hitter at this point? Wasn't he the casualty of the Matt Holiday signing in terms of playing time? I guess. So it's, uh, against lefties it's Holiday, against righties it's Dahl, is that what we're doing? Well, what, what has Parra done to warrant more playing time? I don't know, he's been here all season long. I get I mean, it. There's I mean, not, he was nothing hot in to June. Do. But what has he done of late? He wasn't in I mean, Grand Junction in Albuquerque within the last two weeks. Would I, you what, rather, I mean, what has Matt Holiday done to justify being repeatedly in the starting lineup? Sitting near 400. I think he gives you that instant power. When, when Holiday's at the he's dish. He's got like 17 at-bats. Yeah, he, but when he's at the dish, you have that feeling this could go yard. You don't yeah. have that feeling with Para. And when you he's in don't. left field, if it's not hit within a 10-foot radius of him, it's a hit. He now, has, you have a, a legitimate at, argument. At Coors Field, you want him in left field? Dude, you have a legitimate argument between Dahl and Holiday. Because with Dahl, he can go yard. He can go yard any time. He's Ho- proven that. Holiday's reached base in 13 of his 26 plate appearances. He's got an on-base percentage of 500. I'll take that. Okay, and he's a freaking adventure in left field, and you're playing in the biggest outfield in baseball. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm focusing on the other half of the game as opposed to the three at-bats he might get. But okay. What is the... uh the Rockies' magic number. Have we reached magic number stage yet? Because somebody on the text line just said they need 14 more wins. Doesn't matter where they come from. How does he arrive at that 14 can't be, more wins? That can't be true. I mean, what if the Dodgers win 17? That doesn't. No, that's it can't not be right. From a from a from a, a division standpoint, it can't be. Not when your lead is a half game. Is that just a a guess that it's going to take 14 more, and that will get you? That will arrive at a playoff spot? I don't know. It could take a lot more. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think it's way too premature to say that. Well, I am saying this, though, and the reason why today's game, if the Rockies were to lose today, listen, nobody's, nobody's hoping for a loss. The games against the Dodgers and Diamondbacks are more important. They just are. They just are. So the next two series after this one, I'll get greedy then. I'm not going to be greedy against the Giants. Greed will come against the teams that you are Trying to stave off. Well, then why even play the game tonight? Why, why don't we just hand the Giants the W and say, you know what? We won the series. It's the most field day take I've ever heard, dude. Throw Holiday out and left. Yeah. Let everybody feel like it's 2007 all over Let's again. Let's get Butera out there at catcher. Maybe a Garrett Hampson <laughs> night over at 20th and Blake. So you guys are only happy if they win every game from here on out. Yes. <laughs> sure. Okay. So they have yeah. to sweep September. So they're 4-0 in September. The only thing, let me just go on the record. The only thing that will make you two happy is to win every single game no, no, going forward. That's not true. The only thing that guarantees we'll be happy is if they win every game. We can still okay, be I just, happy. I want to establish that uh, happiness is only winning every game forward. And if anything less than that happens, you guys are going to be grumpy pants. You know, if, yeah. if it gets its way, it'll be Rydell okay. Tapia night at Coors tonight. Hey, come buy your tickets, pay for parking. It's gravy night. If they win, it's nice. If not, no big deal. That's how you want to pitch it tonight. Okay. All right. Gravy night at Coors Field. Pour the gravy. Where can I get some? In the meantime, let's bring in Marty O. Marty, tell us what we did wrong, please. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. 
presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs, Ken's Auto Service, a full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. Right, this is a very Manchester-oriented fact-checker here. Uh, you guys know how death has seven steps of grieving. There's, like, denial, acceptance, bargaining, all that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we played Mike Cliss Trivia earlier, so I wanted to go through the five steps of playing trivia with Manchester. Uh. Okay, so step one is mocking. Let's hear it. So, so far, question number one was, who was the doctor? Great. Okay, great Broncos trivia. Are you that guy after an exam in college, if you didn't get a 100, you blame the professor? No, no, not if it's a legitimate question. That's a stupid question. Okay. All right, so far I'm so in agreement far. with myself. Uh, step just, two. Just a reference. Hold on, a reference. Uh, we we actually gave everybody a taste of Mike Cliz's, uh, uh Broncos quiz. I knew this would rile up Manchester because if he did not answer everything correctly from a Mike Cliss Broncos quiz, he would take offense to it. It happened. Step two, he attempts to take over the tri- trivia segment. Let's hear that. Do you know what other Bronco was a first-round draft choice <laughs> out of San Jose State? A little side trivia question for you. Gerald Wilhite. Well done. I uh, just sorry, I was bringing additional knowledge <laughs> to the radio show. That's the, it, it is a uh, communicative forum. This is way. now what we're faulting me for is, uh, boy, this guy and his extra knowledge. Well, side trivia for you. <laughs> I right, step three, he pats himself on the back. So and that no was a legitimate hits. Bronco trivia question and I got yeah. it. Boom, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, no problem. Yeah. Next. Okay. So these two guys combined for six yards on three carries. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Should have known. That's a stupid, it's on us. That's a stupid Sorry. question. So that was step four, which was more mocking. <laughs> and then we ended with step five, which is just anger. Let's do that. The what former Bronco was two inches taller when he reported to Bronco uh, Trevor Camp Price. Than I don't This is a convoluted, poorly worded question. Like, can, it, can Mike yeah. prove that he's the only guy in Bronco's history to report yeah. two inches taller than he was listed in the draft? It's like the guy playing Scrabble. Get the dictionary out. I don't think this is a word. Prove it. So well, I mean, that is the way you play the game, right? So there we Look, have it. There were seven legitimate questions in there. We got six out of them. Six out of seven. It was fine. It was all right. All right and then we have Vic wording a, uh, a phrase strangely. Let's hear that. That's what we're doing today. Even if it means adding mileage, that's what we're doing. It's my call. Sorry. Kyle, you can quit nodding no. It's happening. Nodding no, I don't think, actually works there. I think it's like shaking your head no. Boy, well, that is a, ticky A nod is only a yes? Yeah, Ooh. I think so. Yeah, a nod is a yes. Shaking your head is a no. Yeah. God, that is, that's really specific. Would you ever shake your head yes, Vic? If someone said to me, shake your head yes, if you mean no, yes. Man, that was, <laughs> that is, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then running backs can be numbers 20 through 39. Just an FYI. They can't be in the 40s anymore? They cannot be in the 40s. Floyd Little couldn't wear 44? Sorry, man. New age. John Riggins wow. did not wear 44. Interesting. Okay. That's right. stupid. That's a good, that's, that's a great job of finding yeah. some information there, Marty. Terrific yeah. job on the fact checker today. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah Hoping you leave me alone silly. tomorrow. All right, guys. Uh, listen, I appreciate you making do. I, I get it. It's not easy doing a show, sharing a room at the Motel 8, the Super 8 in Longmont with Kyle as I try to talk sports. So I appreciate you uh, surviving the last three hours. Um, went out to the, um, <laughs> Went out to the uh, Continental Breakfast of late and quickly scurried back into my room to pop my blister. I find it more safe here. Uh, we're going to make our walk from uh, Longmont through Boulder. We're going to be at the uh, First Bank Center at what time, Kyle? First Bank Center. 
Okay. Thank you. Wait, how do you get to Precious Child at 515 if you're doing 30 miles? Mm. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna make our moves through Boulder. We're gonna get to Precious Child by 515. So if you want to meet up with this then, bring some gently used, uh, sports equipment, cause that's what we're trying to do today. Uh, we're trying to get some gently used sports equipment. If you have any lying around the house with three ki- kids, we have plenty of that stuff. So meet us there at 515. We're gonna walk again close to 30 miles today. If the blister survives, we'll make it through. Cause ga- day three is just right, around. we'll make it through guys. I promise you we'll be at Pepsi Center by sometime tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Up next, Julian Scott, Altitude 950. Keep it up. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at 8.30 with Connor Cape on the call. Altitude 950, rewind. I thought he threw the ball great, especially the fastball. I thought the fastball had, you know, life down in the zone, good location, you know, some low bullets I, I thought was outstanding, mixed in some breaking balls. He threw well, and then he just threw the, you know, the one hanging slider that the guy took advantage of. You make some pitches that you miss with, and either they take them, foul them off, get base hits, but, you know, that was one of those at-bats where a hanging slider was hit for a home run in a very critical part of the game. But uh, Herman pitched outstanding. He really did. I mean, into the seventh inning, two runs. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll take that every single game from every one of our starters, and we'll take our chances. You know, he came back with a slider away. I was already set up away because, you know, I was giving him the plate, and they were trying to come in with another sinker, and then he left it over the plate down, down and away, and then I was able to stay uh, through and, you know, drive the ball the other way. I faced that guy a bunch, so I faced him, I think, in high A, double A, intro play. So, you know, on video, he likes to double up on a lot. Had that in the back of my mind. I'm still trying to get ready for the fastball, and he just he, he didn't execute his pitch probably exactly how he wanted to. Left over the plate a little bit, and I, I got a good swing off on it. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I'm an Hey, anyway, welcome to the program. Hump Day Wednesday on Scott Julie Altitude 950. 